Ladies and gentlemen, we are live coming to you from the internet. Introducing first with a professional record of a five-star rating and the future winners of the Fight Pick Championship, Ricky Reed, Buddy Harlow, the MMA Marks Podcast. What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you doing? This is MMA Marks Podcast. Two guys that love to mark out on all things MMA. I'm your host, Rick, and right next to me is Buddy. And man, if we got a special guest for you, right below us is the ukulele playing, breathtaking, kid making, redhead wilding, always brawling, always smiling, Sam Alvey. How you doing, bro? How you doing? Oh, man, I am feeling great, especially after an intro like that. Yeah, thank you, guys. <laughs> yes, sir. Hell yes, yeah. sir. We're happy to have look, you. Let me start off by addressing the L's because I think a lot of people don't want to talk about losses, but uh, I, I stream all the time, and I try to tell people I, I was streaming competitively on the UFC game and everything, and I try to tell all my community we don't accept L's or losses enough, and we need to just learn from our mistakes and I think there's no one better than that does that than you. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not trying to put a big focus on you taking a lot of L's, but you're always game. And we all love you in my community, or our community, as, if I will, because I don't mean to exclude my cousin over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. So so that brings me to my first question, is how, how does Sam Alvey always stay so positive, man? Well, have you seen my wife? She is <laughs> hot. I mean, you I do whatever it. you want to me. My wife is there for me. That's what's up. Hell yeah. Hot That's wife, good thing. life. Yeah, no, honestly, I've been blessed with what I do. I, I didn't grow up watching the UFC. I didn't know anything about it until I was like 7-1 and one as a pro. Uh, I stumbled into the sport, and I ended up at the highest ranks that there are. Uh, I love what I've been, been blessed with, and I completely realize that I've been blessed. Awesome. Uh, I, yeah, I, I am so thankful for everything that, that MMA and then the UFC has, has helped me achieve. Uh, I hear that. I hear yeah. that. I, I just want to thank you real quick, too, because you popped our uh, interview, Cherry. Other, other than just other streamers and, and podcasters, we, this, you're our first uh, ever guest. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got a fucking huge guest for our first ever, bro. I'm a little, you know, we're all a little nervous here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, don't have to be nervous because a little old me. Yeah. Hey, we're, I'm telling you, we're all huge fans. We all was, me and him both picked you to win first round knockout, even though even though we knew the late minute replacement, you had two replacements for your original opponent. We 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 really respect your, and and we we love your content, bro. We just started checking out your YouTube, and I just want to give a special time for everybody that's in here in the live chat. Make sure that you do check out all of Sam Alvey's content. He's doing YouTube. He's doing TikTok. He's doing fucking everything anywhere you can look it up look up smiling sam alvey yeah please do i i love i you know i i understand i wouldn't have a career if it weren't for the fans of the sport the fans of mine so anywhere i can connect with you guys i am trying to connect with you guys i will tell you anything you want to know about the ufc about behind the stage behind it, what it takes to become a fighter i i love this sport and if i can give back even just a little bit i am all your guys hell yeah man. hell yeah 
Well, speaking of giving back, I hear that you're looking into being a coach. I know you've always coached guys, but like, are you, are what makes a good coach and what makes you a good coach? I was wondering how you, how you felt about all that. The coach from literally day one of, of, being a fighter it's i i didn't know what i was doing but i did it really well uh and uh you know you fake it till you make it at this point i've been fighting for 15 years i've been i've been training for that long and uh i i think one of the the, the number one things that makes a good coach is you have to understand the sport of of course be yeah. prepared to to, to to do what it takes to get better at it um but you got to care about your fighters just going out there and, and talking to a class for an hour at a time isn't going to do it. You've got to understand each and every fighter individually. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah. So, Let me butt in real quick because I want to. I want to get. I'm. I'm here for for the for the viewers mostly. Ricky's. Ricky's got the MMA questions. I want to get you. I want to have my. Uh, so we need to know your top three favorite pro wrestlers of all time. Your top three favorite MMA fighters of all time. All right, top top three favorite wrestlers. So I was a wrestling fan long before I ever learned about the UFC, uh, and and I came up in the Attitude Era. So big fan of The Rock. He's the people's champ, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Entertainment. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I was actually on his TV show, the the Broken Skull Challenge. I, I won that. Hell yeah. Yeah yeah. That's and what uh, I, I was on his podcast. Had a good time with that. And then uh, you got to go Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan's the man. I mean, he he was he founded the WWE. He was the first. He's the one that introduced that being big and strong is great, but being able to talk in that microphone is more important than anything. I do feel the WWE is fit, you know, started leaning away from the the open mic kind of guys, and I think that's a it's a big regret they're gonna have. Yeah, but, uh, that started with Hulk Hogan. Oh man! So if you haven't noticed. We here at MMA Marks, I mean, the mark is we mark out on everything. Okay, we mark out mostly on MMA, but we, we were wrestling fans before beforehand, just like you. And we came up in the attitude That's where era. the name stems from. So my question for you. The name is you, from being mar- marched to, to wrestling, and then we transferred into MMA. Okay, okay. So my yeah, question out is, there. out of all the wrestling, the WWE that you've seen, what is the biggest mark out moment in WWE that Sam Alvey had? Uh, when Brock Lesnar uh, picked up the Big Show off the top rung, I believe it was on SmackDown, and suplexed him. As he suplexed him, the ring collapsed underneath him. That was just, it was a <laughs> amazing that, I mean, I, and, and I'm not, actually, I like Brock quite a bit as a wrestler. I think, he's, I think he's pretty good, and I love how big he is. But that was a different level of incredible. Oh, man. And, it, it, it is fresh in my mind as if it happened yesterday. Oh, man. I love that part, too. When when the ring collapsed and the ref looked completely shocked and he falls on the ground. Oh, <laughs> man. I, I, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one, man. Hell yeah, man. Do you watch any pro wrestling currently? I watch the Royal Rumble. I try and watch the pay-per-views. Uh, the, the problem is I work at night. I teach at night. I work out at night. So it's hard for me to get home and then watch wrestling. I'm trying yeah. uh, as yeah. much as I can. I, I try to because I, uh, I love it and I want to I want to do it so badly. It is the only thing in the world that would get me out of fighting is if the oh. WWE or any of the wrestling federations were to chat, chat with me because I think I would, I think as good of a fighter as I am, I think I would just be amazing in the ring. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Believe me, we we're we're all for it over here in this community. We would fucking back you a hundred percent, bro. Oh man, I have you have you seen any AEW? We're we're huge fans of AEW. It's it's yeah, a newer. I've always been a fan of Chris Jericho. I from from I remember when that that you know my second marked out moment would have been when they introduced Y two J into SmackDown. Yes, uh, I mean they made him. I, I remember it was uh, Eric Bischoff was he was he was raised. I mean just preparing the community for something great and then the lights turned off it blue flares came up and Trish Jericho Y2J the savior of Smackdown uh approach huge fan of his oh yeah there he goes actually when I was fighting Ryan Spann uh AEW was there and I got up at like four in the morning or five in the morning to cut weight and as I was heading to my my room to cut weight Chris Jericho and Greg Hardy were downstairs drunk as a skunk just having time together so i said oh my god it's easy i sat and talked to him for 45 minutes and uh, oh yeah i don't know if they were they were really drunk <laughs> i don't know if they were talking to me but i remember every word they said it, it was so cool get, getting to, getting to hang out with those guys for for even just a little bit of time that's well, awesome just to piggyback on that before we move on because ricky has a billion questions but i'm we're big on pro wrestling right now um what about like we're getting in with Dan Lambert and how he's bringing all them MMA guys over? Would you ever join like that crew to kind of try to be in that where? Because it seems like Masvidal and um, um, Paige Van Zant and a few others are just getting introduced through Dan Lambert, which I find pretty cool. Uh, I, I would be willing to follow anyone anywhere uh, if at least pro wrestling. I don't. Yeah, I'd, I would want you on there. Touch with them, but uh, it would be it would be a dream come true getting getting to get in there and. I can get suplexed off the top rope by even Mazdaball. Oh, my God. Hell, yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Sam Alvey, AEW confirmed. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Let's He's going to take on Orlowski and uh, JDS. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're all the guys that made appearances in AEW, man. I, I love them. I love more MMA in, in pro wrestling, the better. I can see. Yeah, oh, I, I love it. I, I have so much fun that kind of stuff. Oh, it could be it could be Jake Hager, Sam, Sam Alvey, cage match. <laughs> it's gonna that be hell in a cell, baby. Yes, yes. So yeah. I I have a question. I've always said this about your fights. Um, what you I always say that you are the master of the one-two. That left hook, right cross is dangerous. How did how did you? fall into that mastery of that combination because i see it quite a bit in your fights yeah it's you know you, you you go to what works i've got a lot of knockouts i've had a lot of success with it so it just kind of developed with me as i was fighting that came about now it's also i mean as big of a strength as it was it's also a bit of a weakness now because everybody knows how good it is yeah they know what to get away from and that's i really got to start uh mixing it up i got i I'm a great boxer. I've got great takedown defense, and uh, that, that's kind of kind of where I, I've, I've been leaning my entire career. And now that I have 8,000 fights or whatever I have, uh, I, I gotta start. I gotta start pulling away. I gotta start mixing up what I do a little bit more, whether it be kicking, wrestling, or jiu-jitsu. Okay, so I hear I hear you on your YouTube and all your social media stuff, where you're gonna lean more into wrestling, and you're gonna you're gonna that's the big change that Sam Alvey's gonna make when he takes this uh uh break so to speak until his next fight so so uh have you picked out a trainer yet for for your wrestling dude i i i've been wrestling i mean i'm a good wrestler 
uh, I've been working with Dan Henderson for the last 10 years or 11 years, getting close to 12 years. Uh, I can do it. It's just nobody wants to see the wrestling. They want to see the knockouts. So I've always, I mean, even Hendo, he was an Olympic wrestler who doesn't wrestle. Yeah. He comes out and he hits people. Um, but he has got the ability to out wrestle anybody. It, it's anyone except Daniel Cormier, I guess. Uh, <laughs> hey, I want to interrupt. I want to say this, though. Other than, other than Sam Alvey, my favorite fighter of all time and obviously for obvious reasons sam alvey's up there but dan henderson you can ask anyone that knows me i'm a big hendo mark i mark out to everything henderson bro oh man, there's, it's there's awesome a, that you worked with him doesn't like hendo he is the coolest man that i've, I've ever had the honor to work with and uh yeah so i so honestly i couldn't ask for a better coach than dan henderson so i'll continue mm. with him i'll just focus my practice a little more on the takedown on the grinding on the getting back up if my takedown fails yeah, definitely, definitely. So, but do you have a question? I don't want to haul all the questions. Uh, well, I mean, I'm letting you flow. And so Zoltanite in the chat wants to know, uh, what's your favorite Matt Lindland story? I don't even know who Matt Lindland is. Are you serious? Team Quest? Come on. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I've been doing all things every day. <laughs> I've actually never met Matt Lindland. He was at, he, so Dan and Randy Couture started Team Quest up in Portland, Oregon. Uh, both of those guys brought Matt Lindland in to, to help run the backstage kind of thing. Soon after that, Hendo moved to SoCal, Randy moved to Vegas, uh, and they started their own gyms. Dan Henderson restarted Team Quest down there, and, and Couture started Extreme Couture out in Vegas. Right. Uh, and, and so I've never actually met them. I know uh, Lindland and Hendo had a bit of a lawsuit a few years back, and I believe Hendo won the lawsuit. Oh. Uh, but other than that, I, I don't have any stories about him. I've, I've never met him. Oh, cool. Well, another question uh, that the chat was asking was, so you, you've been switching a little bit back and forth between middleweight and he, uh, light heavy. Is there one that you prefer? Is there one that you want to try to kind of stay stick with? Uh, I No, I don't really have a preference. Uh, 205 is easier to make. 185 is I'm a big 85er, so I love that. Uh, I, I don't mean to be switching back and forth. I was supposed to be fighting 185 this last week, but my opponent backed out again. He was the third opponent I had. Brandon Allen was the third opponent I had for this camp. He just he took he accepted the fight on Tuesday, the day of the, the week of the fight, and he said I'll take it, but it's got to be a 205. Smile mm-hmm. Sam has never once backed down from the fight. I don't care what weight class, and uh, I wasn't going to say no to this one, even though it was it was a bit heavier <laughs> than. That. Does that does that change your camp or your mentality when when uh, you have multiple opponents drop out? I have had my last seven fights in a row. I have not fought the guy I was supposed to fight uh, for a bat, for a shoot. Many of them, it was like the week of or two weeks of when the opponents got changed, uh, and it's just if I don't accept the fights, I don't get I don't get the fights. And I love fighting, so I, I'm never going to say no. I'm never going to turn it down, um, and it just—it's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, and, and honestly, I think a lot of us know that when we see, because like, well, we do a prediction thing as a community where we have a—we do a, a belt ended of predictions where we try to predict the main card of every fight. And when we see your fights always constantly getting changed, man, it makes it hard to pick pick fights for, for people like you who's always getting last minute opponent changes seems like everybody's getting injured they don't want to have to fight you bro they're all scared it, you know i went from fighting phil hawes who's a dominant d1 wrestler to a stand-up jiu-jitsu artist and brendan allen with bad wrestling 
it was I was not trained for anything like that. It was a complete mind change, a complete skill set change. But uh, I, I was ready to do whatever I could do. Um, and that's just I, I fighting is fighting. I, I love fighting. I don't care yeah. which. I hate getting punched in the face, but I train real hard not to. You've been pretty successful about it, though. I mean, you. Yeah, yeah just, man. Just not particularly recently. Although never in a boring, even even that fight that I mean even when you take your your L's it's never a boring fight bro there's never yeah, a time where we're like hey it's time to go get a drink real quick you know yeah. no with Sam's on we can't get a drink we gotta sit here and be thirsty and yeah. watch <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm serious like we really are truly entertained uh, by your fights man so don't ever get discouraged with like you racking up some L's but so what man we we just love to watch you. I appreciate that, guys. I really do. Yeah. So, so you're moving into this YouTube world, right? And and we've been in the podcast Twitch world for 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 a bit for a good two years, three years now. So, I want to ask you, starting starting into your YouTube world, what have you found that's been easy, and what have you found that's been challenging for for like starting up this channel? The the technology side of stuff is so complicated. I don't know what hashtags are supposed to do. I don't know if I'm supposed to tag people. I don't know how to tag people. I don't know what the description is. I'm kind of figuring it out. The, the title, I just figured out how to make uh, a little thumbnail photo for the beginning of it instead of having part of So that that is a big step forward for me. Much, but, uh, yes. It, it's just figuring out how the technology works. Uh, luckily, I, I'm good at talking. I always have been. So on my, I can talk about, you give me a topic, I can run my mouth for 15 minutes, make it pretty interesting. Uh, but then once it's filmed, once it's downloaded, it's doing everything to, to make sure it's available for people to see. That's the problem that I, I'm, I'm learning as fast as I can, but man, it's, I'm, I'm an old dog who gets punched a lot. Uh, hey, yeah. we're, we're close to the same age, brother. So I, I feel <laughs> you. I feel you. Technology changes so quick. I'm, I'm we're running o, uh, OBS and 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 Twitch and, and Audacity for audio. I mean, production is crazy. It it, it well, takes a lot. Since we're mentioning networking and stuff, I just want to say that you definitely have an ally in the MMA March community. I mean, our community is growing, and we're trying to get partner this year by by the end of this year. That's our goal, and uh, it would be great. But we would love to like you know uh, keep collabing and. and, and you know, uh, building hype for each other's content, man. We'll all count definitely go in as, as a community. No, count me in. I and plus I can learn from the masters doing that, so I, I would love that. <laughs> oh, that's a yeah, big man. Well, we're we're all trying. We're all we're all growing together. That's the best thing, man. We all we all learn from our from our losses, even through Twitch, because we we try different things, man. Sometimes you sometimes you hit a home run, and sometimes you don't. And right now we're hitting a home run with Sam Alvey on this stream. You're damn right. <laughs> Again, I really appreciate it, brother. Oh, you're you're very welcome, guys. So, so I, I I pride myself on asking questions that you don't get all the time because, like I've I've seen your live video today. I know they were they were giving you a hard time with some some joke names, and they were getting you back and forth. But uh, I also wanted to do a deep dive into your into your stuff, and I noticed that you auditioned for The Voice. How did that it, go? Uh, yeah, I have auditioned, shoot, three or four times now. I've not made it on yet, but I've auditioned. <laughs> so, so how does that work? Do you just like they show up somewhere and say, "Hey, I want to, I want to try out," or 
So have- pre-COVID, so pre-COVID, they have their audition dates and cities. So I would go to the city, to the location. I'd sing in front of some people. Usually it was like a, gr- a group of six or seven would stand in room. Everybody would sing for 20 seconds, and then the next person did. And at the end of the line, the, the grandmaster up front would say, all right, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone, you can stay, you're gone. Uh, that was pre-COVID. Once COVID hit, everything's online. They don't do the auditions like that anymore. You, just, you sit in front of your iPad and you sing whatever you want to sing that way. Gotcha. Um, so I've done that three times, and I've been in person once. Awesome. Oh, and you play the ukulele too while you're up there? No. I, so I can play the ukulele and I can sing. But doing the two things at the same time is, <laughs> oh my goodness, it's harder than you. Mm. I'm working on it. It's just, and, I, I'm working on it. Is there any footage of you uh, singing? I don't know if I've ever seen any. You know, I've done, if you, you search through my TikToks, I've sang on there a couple times. Okay. Uh, I actually just did an interview last night where I sang. So you can what was it MMA holes? I sang on that a little bit. There you go. Uh, it, was, it was it was off the cuff, so it was not <laughs> it was not greatest performance, but it was fun. Well, nice. did, you, did you want to hit us with a couple? Oh minutes? my God! Call the man out. You 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 gonna make me jealous of MMA holes? We <laughs> MMA marks. Uh, uh, all right. So, so, same thing I sang last, sang last night. So my I'm a big musical fan. I love musicals in the movies. My like my my favorite movie of all time was The Greatest Showman. My second favorite movie of all time is Moulin Rouge. And then uh, my third favorite is The Matrix. I, I love The Matrix. <laughs> Moulin Rouge is my favorite movie for most of the last 20 years until The Greatest Showman came out. And I have got that entire soundtrack memorized. Shut I'm up. Bottom, I can sing the duets, the male parts, the female parts. I can do all of it. Uh, so what I sang last night was, uh, it was the elephant love melody. It was a duet between Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got this. Look, he's wa- standing in an alley, standing? walking down the street. Fans? I'm gonna cheer for you, brother. We're all the whole crowd is cheering for you, brother. Uh, uh, love is a many splendid thing. Love lifts us up where we belong. All you need is love. All you need is love. A girl's got to eat. All you need is love. She'll end up on the street. All you need is love. Love is just a game. I was made for loving you, baby. You were made for loving me. The only way of loving me, baby, is to pay a lovely fee. Just one night. Just one night. And then it continues. Hey, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Good stuff. If you ever get on The Voice, you you got us behind you, brother. Oh, we're voting you in. Trust that. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna clip this and, and send it to the voice and tell them, bro, you need to you need to get our homie on there. <laughs> they would all turn around, brother. Oh, now yeah. let me ask you this though, since we're t- singing and stuff, uh, John Jones has sung before. Do you do you feel like you could kick his ass and sing better than him? I mean, I feel like that would be a thing. Well, <laughs> now the difference is is in fighting, John Jones is a cheater. In singing, it's hard to juice your vocal cords. So I think I could take up singing for sure. I'm not willing to stoop to his level in an octagon, so I got to give the advantage to him. But uh, as, as far as vocals go, I think I got him. Hell oh, yeah. And I am so glad you called his bitch ass out for cheating. <laughs> F him and the horse he rode in on. Tell me what. If, if you want, if you want your, this podcast to get bigger ratings, 
just that'll be your subtitle. Sam calls John Jones a cheap. Because every time I say it, the internet freaks out. He is. He's a cheating son of a bitch, and he's not that good of a person. He is. There is. It's the John Jones rules for iPokes. So I mean, of course, he juices and you know does all that stuff. Uh, but it's the John Jones rules. You're not allowed to put your fingers out anymore because he has won so many fights because he tickled the back of the guy's brain through the eyes. Uh, and he's done it over and over and over. And he's the guys in the head when they're down. They're, he's just, he's a dirty cheek. He's got a career that is not, should not be looked highly of. He is, uh, he got me started on John Jones. Hey, <laughs> hey, you, you got a friend in that because they can't mention John Jones on this podcast without me going off. Him or McGregor's bitch ass. Fuck them both. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Hey, listen, <laughs> let me tell you this, though. Sam Alvey, I gotta be real with you. I, I'm, I don't want my, I don't want my community to think I'm, I'm not gonna be 100 with you. I gotta respect John Jones, even if he is cheating. Listen, that he, he can be the Ric Flair of, of the UFC, the dirtiest player of the game. I kind of like, I like it when people are, are sitting there, uh, when, when you see motherfuckers going for. Uh, foul moves. Sometimes I like that, but I'm I'm not in. I'm not thinking about the people's health in there. People always say, you know, it's not right because people can die in there. But I'm also thinking, hey man, I like a little bit of a dirty fight. <sighs> well, I can respect something like that. My my two fights ago, I fought Terman Williams. He poked me in the eye seven times in three rounds, <laughs> and ruined. I mean, he cheated his ass off, and he was rewarded for it. Uh, that there is a specific rule because John Jones has to cheat to win or has cheated to win. It just, I can't help. I, I, and then that's not even to talk about the juicing. I, ju- juicing is, ju- that's, if everyone was doing it, I'd be fine with it. But it, nobody's allowed to do it, but John Jones can, can get away with it somehow. It's, it's, not, it's not right. I agree. Yeah. 120 million percent. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I can't disagree, obviously, but I'm just saying I, I don't completely hate Jones as much as this guy does next to me. <laughs> oh, sh- no, man, I cannot stand that guy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't want to get off on a tangent. If we're here for Sam Alvey, let, let's yeah. continue the interview with Sam Alvey, man. Well, I, I don't know if he – did you ever tell us your top three? I might have been so nervous I didn't hear it. Your top three pro wrestlers of all time. Yeah, he Everybody said has to have a top three. I didn't say the fighters. Uh, fighters, you got to go Dan Henderson because he's my coach, and if I don't say him, he'll beat me up. Uh, Name. Anderson Silva, even though Anderson has popped for cheating, or popped for roids, he, he's so, I just, I don't know. It was he, dick pills, not roids. Whatever, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Listen, making excuses for, for what kind of drugs you're taking. It's normal, it's normal. I, he was what he was. He, he didn't. He didn't cheat in the fight. He just cheated leading up to the fight. Yeah. That I'm okay. Um, and then, you know what? Sean Strickland is one of my best friends. I love Sean Strickland. Hell I, yeah. I think he's a ton of fun to watch in the cage, and uh, he, he's definitely one of my favorite fighters. Awesome, awesome. Uh, I'm a little, little. Bi- he's biased to to Dan Henderson, and I'm biased to Jose Alda. Anything that guy does, I'm all for. He's on my short list. I love. I love Jose Aldo. He is on. He's top five all time. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I, I like a lot of cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> I like Dillashaw. I mean, but Dan Henderson's top. Dillashaw and and then um, Charles Oliveira, man. I've been I've been watching him and loving his fights. But Dan Henderson, I got to tell you, I know you must be close with him because you've been known him for all these years. 
he's one of the main reasons why I'm so into MMA. I used to just love watching his fights and just, and I would just love him just loading up that right and landing it, bro. Oh, it's, it's, he's 52 years old and he hasn't lost any of his power. He's still the most dangerous man in the world, but now that he's retired, he's real dangerous for like two and a half minutes instead of 15. <laughs> oh, uh, real quick, uh, from the chat, is Sean Strickland actually crazy? Because yeah. I, it, it <laughs> he said yes. How, how he didn't even hesitate. He said yes. He didn't even hesitate. Uh, he's, he's crazy as they come. Now, it's, respectfully, he, he'll say, listen, if you're going to do this sport, everyone's a little crazy. Uh, no, he, more than crazy, more than crazy, Sean Strickland is a bit of an ass. Um, <laughs> if you can defend yourself, like I, I can defend myself around him, it is not an issue. But most people get beat the hell up by him. And so they'll hold, they'll hold it against him a little more than most. Uh, he, he's a hoot. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of his personally and uh, watching him fight. Yeah. Mm. He had a good, he had a good, that's cool. You and your best friend. Are, are, we're on the same card. How did how did that work? Did you guys? No, we actually. I think we saw each other like once during the week during weigh-ins, and that was about it. We wow. kind of texted once or twice after I lost and after he won. I, I texted, "Hey, congratulations!" And he called and said, "Well, I guess he's an asshole." So he says, "Well, I guess your UFC career is to an end." But uh, <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. I have a career that most people ever could dream of. <laughs> I said, "Well, yeah, thank you. I can appreciate that. I, I, I knew what he, I knew what he meant, so I, I can appreciate." It. <laughs> That's nice. One, one thing uh, I wanted to tackle was so, with everything in life, I think we all have a gimmick. Like you have your work gimmick, you have your, your podcast gimmick. Now, have you ever, or how do you feel about people leaning into a gimmick? Like, say Sean Strickland. Is, is not crazy, but that's just like a gimmick, and he's like saying that he actually wants to murder people, but maybe he doesn't feel that way. And would you? And we like the smile, same Alvy gimmick, and you got the the the, the etched in the back with the smiling, you know, with the smiley face. But have you ever thought about being more pro wrestling oriented? Because I think there's a lot more pro wrestling fans out there that that would really enjoy it than the random MMA fans that would say that's corny, you know. In the, if I were to get into pro wrestling, 100%, I would own any gimmick. I would lean into it. I just, with MMA, it's not an act. I mean, I, I, I don't like thinking my smile is a gimmick. It's whether I'm talking to you now or in the octagon, this is who I am. At no point have I ever faked anything. Um, yeah, yeah. That's I, it, Strickland, I, Strickland's been talking the same way since before anyone knew who he was. Um, it's, it's, this it is who he is. So I, I know what you mean. In a pro wrestling setting, absolutely, I would I would be I would likely be a face, but I could be healed pretty well too. I think. Yeah, because like even um, so, just as an example of somebody who I think kind of hammed it up pretty uh, heavy was uh, Chandler when he debuted. Remember how his how his post fight interview? I don't. You might not remember it, but some people may remember it. His post fight interview was very very like. Uh, like a wrestling promo shoot, you know? Yeah, it was. I didn't think it was great, though, but I knew what he was trying to do. Same, same, but I just thought that was a perfect example. Uh, yeah, that, so the, the guy who mastered it, who was probably better than I could ever wish to be, was Chael Sonnen. Uh, Chael, and that's not, it's not arguable. He, Chael did it well. Uh, Colby Covington does it terribly, but it works because it's so bad. Uh, Chandler, oh, ben Rothwell's pretty bad. <laughs> What's that? Ben <laughs> Rothwell, I thought was pretty bad with it. 
Ben, ben, ben Rout- yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Connor, Connor leans into it. He's not pro wrestling so much, but he is. He is what he yeah. is. He's Connor. Uh, and uh, yeah, he, he's uh, he, he's created his, his own branch of things. Yeah. Uh, so, so there are guys guys out there that that can really do it well, but the list is real small. I, I think. I, I think if I were to be in a situation where I, I needed to be pre-fight, I would be all for it. I, most of my opponents that I knew who I was going to fight, I have tried so hard to play with them in the uh, in the social media before beforehand. Like if you if you go back on my YouTube channel, I've got some. Uh, I fought uh, Elias Theodore years and years ago. Oh, the I Ring had, Boy! I bought, a, I bought a whole wig. I bought a suit. I yeah. I, I was teasing him social media wise. The entire camp, thinking he was finally going to play back with me, and he didn't play at all. He oh. didn't say a word back to me. Oh. Like, oh, man, not, not a thing. Um, so on social media, I would be, I would own that. But Hell yeah. when the fight comes, it's I, I am who I am, and I, I don't think I can change it. Well, if you're trying to practice, you know, like shooting promos and just being crazy like that more because you want to move into pro wrestling, you can definitely use me and anyone else in this, in, in this community, but we all love it, dude. We we literally uh, have a, a simulated wrestling league that we do, yeah. and and I'm telling you, bro, it's people getting the character. We, we want to shoot promos on each other, but say, say you want to, like, you put on a wig, and I'm going to start paying attention to your content more because I want to interact, man. I want to shoot a promo against you just to kind of get the interaction going more, man. I just... I see that you're trying, and you and you have these good ideas, and I want to get involved, brother. That's all I want you to know. Oh, I count me in. I I, I would love to start playing around that side of things a little more. Let's Hell go. Yeah. Hey, Sam Alvey's getting his own character in the wrestling league. What what do you think? Come on, bud. We can make that happen, oh, yeah. right? I can oh, easily put Sam Alvey on there. Let's do it. I, people's champ, baby. The real people's champ. <laughs> there you go. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, um. Real quick, I don't know how I'm going to segue. I, I just wanted to know because you have a lot of children. I have a lot of children as well. <laughs> how many do you have? I have four. Okay. <laughs> I have two 11-year-olds and two 8-year-olds. Okay. <laughs> Twins or? No, no. Combined family. Blended oh. family. <laughs> yeah. So what, what is your, your uh, what's the best thing about being a dad for you? Just watching them turn into little people, uh, watching them come from you know, pooping in their diaper to being a real person, to knowing it's fun knowing what they're gonna say, or knowing what the reaction to something's gonna be, and that that's always so much fun. My wife and I will sit there and uh, we'll, we'll we'll be talking, and we'll be doing whatever we're doing, and say, oh my goodness, Ivo would love that. Oh, this would be right up right. Mm-hmm. Getting to know them as little people is so much fun. Yes, yeah, I I agree. I do agree. It, it's it's a little, it gets a little crazy, a little hectic when you start adding more more of men. Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh, see, I'm at five. Yeah, so I've got five, and the, it's eight, seven, five, two, and two. Uh, and see, so, yeah, mm. they got a couple bunch together as well. That's uh, awesome. It, it's crazy. And oh, I have I I heard um. I heard you just adopted a, your daughter last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, so congratulations, my, bro. Congra- thank you very much. My two-year-olds aren't biologically 
two or related. She's actually three months older than him, but they're gonna be twins. They're they're twins for life. It's just the way it is. Oh, that's so that's that's really cool. That's awesome, man. Uh, real real quick question. I know it's kind of weird to ask because we're just getting off of family stuff, but um, I seen that you're sponsored by CBD. I'm I'm a big THC guy myself. Um, do you do you dabble with the CBD that? That you guys that sponsors you? Uh, I, I I think I've seen it in your uh, in your link tree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, simple, simply CBD. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, they, for, sorry. I just thought you would know. I don't know. <laughs> no, they they've been sending me stuff for for years now, and uh, I I'm, I'm friends with the guy who invented it or created the company, and mm-hmm. uh, it worked really well. Yeah, I'm a big fan of it. I use it all camp long. Anytime I've got something sore, I'm, I'm rubbing it off. Mm. Sorry. So yeah, that that's awesome. Okay, so I know you've gotten this question like all all day, but who you got in the main event this this weekend? Who you got? I'm taking Izzy. Uh, I love Whitaker. I've met him once. Good dude. Izzy's a good dude too. But uh, I, Whitaker's been through some wars, and I'm just I'm worried about his chin. Izzy's has that ability to hit you that one time, uh, and so I, I I think Izzy's gonna find his opening. But I would love to see Whitaker hold that belt again. Really, really. I like Izzy as the champion. I, I, I don't know how you feel about this, but with Izzy, Nganu, and Usman all champs, I want to see UFC in Africa. I don't care if it's South Africa or or or, or um, Nigeria, but they gotta do a, a UFC in Africa. They're they're never gonna get them them. African champions ever again. I think it needs to happen. Yeah, I, I w- at this point I would like to see the UFC anywhere but Vegas, Texas, or Florida. And whether it be a, uh, it could be Alaska, it could be New York, it could be Australia, Africa. I, I I would anywhere but those three places would be great. Yeah. So um, I I know I know we had talked right before we went live. Uh, you you're actually uh, you're helping somebody make weight. Are you cornering them or are you co- is this a coach? Uh, thing i know uh i i've been coaching him for his entire career and uh i i'm out here in uh, uh springfield missouri uh we, we made weight we're actually at, at dinner right now um and we're, we're uh we're, we're just rehydrating get, getting filled up for tomorrow what weight is he is he uh 125 right oh uh, it's a catch weight at 130 but normally 125 awesome awesome and what's his name so we can give him a shout out show him some love it's, Trevor Wells. He's at Trevor underscore Wells uh, in all of his social media as well. You got to bug him about posting more. I bug him all the time. He, he, they, these young bucks, they, I mean, they, they refuse to believe me that social media is incredibly important in this sport. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Got to get your name out of there. Got to do these interviews and everything, man. Yeah. It, you're doing great. I mean, I... You're answering everything perfectly. I, I love it. This is I actually yeah. feel comfortable. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. And I, I'm noticing the time. I don't want to hold. I don't want to hold Sam here all all night. We 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 asked for an hour. He he gave us a, a nice hour. Um. Just want to say I thank you, and I look forward to doing more of this with you, brother. I appreciate it. This, this is a lot of fun. Please count me in. And uh, listen, brother, we'll meet on social media. <laughs> we'll meet on social media. Hell yeah. <laughs> Go back. I'll turn. I'll turn my fist sideways. Shine it up real nice. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have a good time there too. Oh yeah. 
Smile and Sam Alvey. Florida, because that's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you so much for your time, man. Thank you, thank you, brother. Thanks for wanting me on. Hey, we'll we'll be in touch. All right, that sounds great, my guys. And hey, we'll, we'll see. You. See ya. Bye, guys. See ya. Hell Ooh. yeah, man! Ooh. Smiling Sam Alvey taking time out of his busy schedule to be with us, man. Loving that, loving that right there, bro. I just don't know how to do this. Hey, how, what do we got in chat? Well, fucking done. Thank you, J Bone. Thanks everybody. Look at them. Hold on, hold on. It Look doesn't matter. All this. That's what's up, dude. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, iconic tragics in the chat. Trashy clowns in the chat. What's up, Long Play? JT. What's up, Matt? I knew he's in here. Oh man, hey, keep talking, everybody. brother. I'm gonna get you one. It's here, all right. We. I'm. I know what's going on. We're making the best of it. So look, iconic tragic bad times. What's it? What's he saying? Oh, Misky Mun. Miss me money. Oh, we checked out in Tony Montana's uh, stream le yesterday, man. Glad you could stop by. What's up, guys? So did we do good? Did we do good? I hope we did. I hope you guys liked it. I hope there's going to be more interviews like that. We'll get some more fighters on. Hopefully we get some wrestlers on. It's going to be great. I, I can't quick, wait Ricky, for all this. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just going to ask you for five minutes, Ricky, and, and uh -huh. everybody else. I just, I just need a second. <laughs> uh, Calm down. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I just, I, well, I need a second to just, you know, get, get the shit, shit out together. your britches. It's I okay. Really, really appreciate you uh, helping me out, Ricky. And, and chat, guys. You guys have been awesome. I want to say a special thank you to my mods and everybody in the community being super fucking cool, man. And I wasn't lying when I said that we love Sam Alvey. I appreciate you guys for, for being here for me and Ricky. And I hope that you guys do follow through and interact with his social media more and show him that our fucking community is better than any other community that's fucking contacted Alvy recently. Yeah, yeah. Because if you guys have ever say, seen Sam's stuff, everybody's been talking about when is he going to be retired, when is he going to get cut. We didn't want to talk about any of that, man. We, want, we know the guy wants to keep fighting, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to bring him up as best we can. You know we're all about bringing people together and bringing them up. And and I'm glad I'm glad all the community knew that ahead of time, and that's what they did. Nobody like was an asshole, and I I'm so thankful for all that, guys. You guys are awesome. But uh, look, we're gonna move right into this, and we're gonna get into this 271 card, and we're gonna go right down it. Um, oh, I I don't think we even no. Hold on, we we didn't even review what happened on UFC Fight Night with Sean Strickland and every everything else, did we? I mean. Holy crap, man. We forgot. Let me pull it up. Oh, man. So, so what we got going on, Sean Strickland and Jack Hermanson. Now, Jack Hermanson, I thought was going to take this. I really did. I really thought he was going to take take Sean down and and put put on a show just like he did back in the day, you know, where he took on Jacare. I thought this was going to be one of those moments where, where you know, Jack took him down and choked him out. But that just did not happen. Sean Strickland was too great with his jab. And, and I, I don't know. What do you think? What do you guys think here? Like, um, 
is is Sean Strickland a title contender after this? Does he deserve a title shot? Um, is he is he title worthy at this moment? I mean, he's one eighty five, so his next opponent would either be Izzy or Whitaker. I mean, do you do you think? Uh, who, what do you guys think? I'm, I mean, I'm asking the community here. Yeah, I agree. Tragic. I think he's a contender. I don't think he's necessarily a, a, a title shot just yet. I think he's like two or three, away, two or three fights away from it before he really. But he's he's making a damn good case about it. And yeah, it looks like Buddy's okay. It looks like I'm not okay because I'm. <laughs> I look ginormous on this screen now, but it's all right. <clears throat> Holy crap. Bud, you still there? You still there? Oh, look at hey, you. Hey, he said he was ginormous, so I made him even bigger. Keep talking shit, Ricky. Keep talking shit, you big man. Wrong side, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. All right. I, had to, I, had, I had to let, you know, had, what, you know what happened just now. I had to just fucking get my, get my little my little bitch excitement away we, we you know if, yeah yeah let, let you know what we're gonna have a special motherfucking guest and i might have to switch this whole ass fucking thing real quick though hold on <laughs> what Let's we actually, do hold on because because my boy backlog wants wants to wants to come on board here and you know what we always say the more the motherfucking merrier oh yeah bring him on that's fine I'm cool with it. All that. right, just give me two, but keep talking. I, I can't believe we have Sam Alvey on this motherfucker, bro. <laughs> that was so cool, man. Oh, man. I wanted to ask him if his teeth were fake because we'll smiling that much and getting beat in the face, man, <laughs> you, you know he's got to have something. If, if he has all his teeth and he's been fighting this long and can still smile like that, man, I, I just wanted to know. And I, I forgot. I guess we got it. Maybe Buddy can DM him or something later because... I really want to know now. I will. That's what I'm talking about, J Bone. That's what I'm talking about. It is the best one yet. I was, I tell you, when we started this podcast, we didn't think that anybody would want oh, to talk yeah. with us. Not even a little bit. Not. I mean, I thought for sure that it was just going to be crap. Like people wouldn't even want to give us the time of day because we talked so much shit no, on everybody. Can you imagine us trying to get John Jones or Conor McGregor on here, or even Cub Swanson for that matter? Because of much shit as we've talked on them, holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> he you is know, a big ass cheetah. Um, I was I was with the chat, and I know you guys were keeping up with chat pretty well, but I'm going to speak on behalf of chat first and say fucking awesome job, both of you. Uh, you know, for your first one, it didn't seem like it. Your flow was perfect, and I think it was a really great dynamic that um, for everybody who's watching right now who doesn't subscribe to the podcast, make sure you do. You know, MMA Marks, you can search for it on uh, Google. It'll bring up, you know, for real, just uh, subscribe to it because these guys have been at it for three years, you know, and that was their first that's interview. Our, that's our first break. And yeah. I've been saying to these guys, you know, get a fucking get people on the show because you're going to be good at it. Yeah. And um, now you oh. have, and it's the sky's the limit for you two. I'm fucking proud of you both. That was fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Look at that. I'm doubling up in the, like, in the chat. I'm loving that. Yeah, at a media source. <laughs> you can oh. find it. It's right there. That existing. So look, okay. bud, what did you think of, did any, did any uh, big, big fights during last week stand out for you? Was it, 
Was it the... Uh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ricky. Don't gloss over what the fuck just happened. Oh, come I'm on. for a reason. Hey, uh, hey look. Give me a minute. I what I People come in props. here for a podcast, not to pat ourselves on the back. No, I, that's, I said I gave you your props, but now we have to do a quick deep dive on what the fuck just happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sam Alvey came on the podcast. Yeah. And uh, he gave you what you wanted he talked shit about john jones like straight up dude. it's not hard and, to and, do <laughs> and and we're gonna have to post this shit on reddit and wherever else you uh, know reddit mma post that clip we're gonna have to pull this video and we're gonna buddy tomorrow use that fucking tool guys he might not have a daytime stream tomorrow or <laughs> you can edit and learn how to edit on stream there we go now i've fucking perfected this there look at go. this guys oh look at that look at that so sorry guys, that's why I was distracted. Look, I want to take a moment. Look, you got dual Rickies in there. No, we don't. <laughs> do oh, that's cool though. Do the put Bruce Lee the thing too. Which one's put them, put them right between us. Do the Bruce Lee thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice, real though. So, guys, Sam Alvey just sung karaoke. Yeah. Uh, not even karaoke. I wouldn't even say uh, he sung acapella. He sung a hard song, and he did a really good job in the middle of an alley while his friends were waiting for him because he probably didn't realize it was an hour-long interview. He yeah, did you eating. see his face? His he face got scared. I know you that's did. I gotta say, that's why. That's why I'm Alvin, glad you kept if going. You're still watch, if you're watching or anything, we cleared that with your people, and I and I, you know what? I even cut it a little short because I felt like let's, as you knew, let's let's not disrespect the Alvy. <laughs> but the truth is, you know, he he did stick for the whole hour. He and, did. Um, he did. But he sang karaoke, or jeez, uh, I keep saying karaoke. He sang a cappella in an alley. You know, he's true. He's a true man. He, that guy was a good interview, and and a, um, I think a total Ricky. When you always talk about why you don't like people like Connor and and John Jones, as a as a dad, as a human being, you're right. When you when you interview someone like that, um, you know, he's not talking shit on John Jones to go viral. He's not. He's telling you truthfully how he feels. He's just being real. <clears throat> and you got you gotta fucking You gotta appreciate him. that. And just like when he the fact that he's taking these fights on short notice and we don't give a shit that you're losing, Sam. And I wanted to I didn't want to focus tell you right on now. his L's. I wanna tell you right now, because you know how you did this to yourself. It was a small little thing. I focused on his L's too much. I didn't want to focus on the way you worded it, you slipped up a little bit. I, I wouldn't say slipped up, but you but you, know you, you hesitated. But I wanted to tell him, like, we don't give a shit. Bro. No, no, no. I know. I know what you were trying. And he got it afterwards, but he did the same thing you were worried about that he did. He wrote, man. He looked off to the side. But I'll tell you what. I don't. I was thinking about it, and I wanted to say it's probably just because it really hurts him. I it's just a real thing. You I weren't trying to hurt him. Thing, man. I don't want him to think that we give a shit about his L's. Well, you made that clear, and, and by the end of it... Listen, people take L's all the time, bro. It's about entertainment. Yeah, and I think that's what he, he knew by the end of it, but that question, I think it just took him to that place, but he instantly came out of it. I need a fucking dick. And, uh, Ricky, your timing and flow back and forth was uh, was really solid, so you got to get that, that idea of, oh, you sing, and then you got Buddy right there. He's like, listen, dude, you could tell us you sang on this other podcast? You're singing on this podcast. <laughs> I had to, guys. I was like, did you expect any different? Do you yeah. know what the funniest part was, though? I got to give him Sam Alvey credit. He knew it. He started walking after um, when Buddy asked him. Like, the instant he asked him, Sam started walking. He walked <laughs> deeper into the alley so he could sing. 
Because he was probably standing five feet from his wife and the guy who just finished his, uh, you know, weight cut today. Yeah. So, anyways, that was a really good back and forth, and you got him to sing on your podcast, which is another clippable thing. So, John Jones, and you got the... Um, I cannot the believe he, he was like, my favorite movies are all musicals. Moulin Rouge. Oh, man. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I, did not, uh, I got to tell you a true Didn't true expect thing. that. I, I don't know if anyone's seen the Showman movie. I've never seen it. But... Yeah. I love Moulin Rouge, and Sam Alvey's going to get me to go watch that movie because now I'm like, hey, you know what? Yeah, yeah so. I've seen that movie a couple times because I got older sisters. The show, remember it? Moulin, no, Rouge? Moulin Rouge. I didn't know what the fuck song he was singing, but Love is All You Need, isn't that like fucking Beatles or some shit? It is, but it was a rendition of it. I mean, yeah. bro, you should have just told the Beatles. And he did well, both whatever. parts. He wanted, he wanted to make sure. He wanted to make sure that it, we knew it was specifically that version, bro. And. And you know what? We just had my homie sing on here, and I even said... We just, had Yogun, right? No, not Yogun. No, not Yogun. Uh, Gargantuan, Gargantuan yoked. yoked. Now, we had him singing on my fucking stream. Like yesterday, right? Like yesterday, bro. He sang acapella yesterday on Buddy's stream. And I told him, stream. come through tomorrow, because Sam Alvey has auditioned before for The Voice, and we're going to bring that shit up. So, <laughs> And then we got this motherfucker to sing for us. Making I mean, things happen. And you know what? And I didn't fanboy too hard over Dan Henderson. I was trying to be respectful. No, I but I wanted him to know that his main fucking dude is... is. And I know that kind of fucking comes off a little weird. Like, no, like you man, loved I love it. your fucking... Your mentor. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you loved it. Hey, Doku, I got to tell you something, though. I do know Dick about Moulin Rouge, brother. I used to <laughs> sleep to that that soundtrack. So when he started singing... Hey, isn't it... I got 99. That is. I yeah. did take that one off this, the rotation because that one doesn't put you to sleep. I could not <laughs> stop laughing when he said uh, uh, the uh, Dan Henderson DC reference and Buddy's face just dropped and he got like... I didn't catch it. What did he say? Uh, I was like, <laughs> talking about DC. Oh, I didn't Dude, catch when that. he said about... Hold on. And you know, what, you know what's fucked up? Is I wanted to say, <laughs> we all know Dan Henderson went clean and we talking about John Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I can't disrespect... Dan Henderson, because that's one of my favorites, but also at the same time, I don't want to fucking piss off Sam Alvey, but I was thinking that shit, yeah. and I almost said it to him, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to be positive, but I, I figured I could say it behind his back almost, you know what I mean? But He, he laughed at it. He, yeah. I think he, that's the thing, that's because, what I felt, because like here's you guys the made it feel like this guy was literally one of the, if, the guys, if, one, of the, one of the boys in the, in the, in the community. But, but you know? I stand was, by everybody knows, even Ricky will tell you forever, before I ever even did a podcast, I don't give a fuck if they ever popped or not. I don't, I believe they're all on something. Yeah. Yeah. He, even Sam. saying that in years. <laughs> you know what? I got the feeling that truthfully I, I felt like that's from the heart, but you know, he's probably doing whatever he nah, can. Nah, nah, I'm just, I'm just saying. No, but I'm saying like they all say that everyone's on something or whatever but um, you know, he, he Hey, until That's they get a, popped, they're clean to me. That's how I look at when, it. When he talks, though, he, he, lead, he leads his whole life with his heart, I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he don't give a fuck. He said he's got his fucking hot-ass wife. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he's man, right. He knows, he knows, he, you know what? He's a family man. That's what I respect the most about him. Yeah. yeah. I got to be honest. I mean, I, like, you know, you, Ricky and, and, back, and Backlog, or Kevin, if you will, uh, these two are family. And we know family, our family ain't always the closest or the coolest, like, with each other. Yeah. But we all are pretty big family-oriented even either way. Hell yeah. yeah. Swayze the, Dalton, you thank you for the cheers. Be so here tomorrow. Thank you so much. I, I had to turn off the, the notification. Thank you for all <laughs> the, for the other cheers earlier, guys. 
Yeah, a um, lot of my enemies. Here. So <laughs> it's you know he's obviously not done fighting, but he's obviously clearly moving towards uh, the next part of his career. He said he was willing to make some changes, but he he, I think he likes being the fan favorite. You know, he was saying he likes being a, a baby face, but yeah. I think the third biggest. Um, revelation that's cl- truly clippable, truly shareable, truly kind of, uh, I've never heard him say it, is that he would go to pro wrestling tomorrow if he could. He'd follow Jake Bro. Hager and Dan Lambert if he and could. That, so, hold on real quick. And, and he was dead fucking serious. Listen to this. I knew he was serious, and also... Um, he was excited to talk no, about no, no. it. No, no, Also, I bet you that's how he fucking found out about it. He's like, oh, these guys fuck with pro wrestling too? Maybe, may, I mean, maybe someone well, listen, said. But listen, what I what I really wanted to say was, is, as soon as he said he wanted to go to pro wrestling, that's when I jumped on the motherfucker. I dude, said, dude, I want to do more work with you, brother. You're literally your whole body, to, like you're, I was like, you were like, I was like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to fucking call him out on social media as a fucking joke, like gimmicky stuff. And at first he didn't get my gimmick thing, but then he got it at the end mm-hmm. because he thought I was saying like, oh, you're a gimmick, that's why you're cool. Like, no, I was saying you're fucking awesome. And you have a little bit of a gimmick, but you can lean into it more like others have. And I think you would be better than fucking Chandler. That's kind of where I was trying to get at, but I couldn't fucking get those words out. Because uh. I fucking would shit myself. <laughs> if you guys couldn't tell, I was doing a lot of fucking production in the back. And it was this was the hardest fucking stream I ever had. I ain't gonna lie. You wouldn't have noticed. You did than, awesome, you know, man. You, you did awesome. Like, I would have thought he would have panicked when the, um, the, freens, the screen froze. That's and, what happens uh, when you stream 24 hours straight for a fucking couple months straight. You get used to fucking up in front of a live television. Yep, yep. <laughs> but, so, guys, honestly, think about that, right? Someone who's been fighting as long as he has. who's obviously been in the industry. He's, he's got some real... We just got a letter. <laughs> he, he's, he's, like, legit. And he's, he's saying he'd go into pro wrestling. Um we're fucking with him, bro. You know, I'll tell you As what. Community, we're ho- we're all gonna fuck with. I him. gotta give Buddy credit for trying to put pro wrestling into MMA through Sam Alvey. He's like, you ever think about taking that shit into the ring? And then you both really capitalized on that. And but I I also got to step back and I said it in the chat. Um, Sam Alvey, when he's in that ring, he might be smiling, but he's truly taking it seriously. And I so. Yeah, one question that, that I wanted to know. You know real almost quick. like he got offended, but not really. He wasn't like offended, offended. He was like, no, no. He wanted you to experience with us. He didn't understand what I meant. So yeah, so I'm hard to understand. So that's what I'm saying. Like he wasn't offended, but he was trying to make sure you knew. No, it's not a gimmick. He he is in that ring for real, and he wouldn't bring the gimmick into the ring because he respects what he's doing in there too much. Like that's how I, I got that, and I thought that that was a really awesome, way to put it. Yeah. Because then he's still saying, no, listen. I, I would go to pro wrestling. He's respecting both arts in one process. Because he's like, I'd go there, I'd give it my fucking all. And, and I would give the gimmick everything it needed. Fucking, I'll talk to everybody I know about this. I want Sam Alvey in pro wrestling, bro. Oh, dude. Well, I could imagine that we can get that information to someone like Dan Lambert. Motherfucker, I'll put it in. Colt Cabana. I'm, hey. <laughs> I know Jimmy T. I, I don't look, know. I mean, look, I don't know what Colt could do, but Colt. You know, I have no idea if this would be beneficial to you as like as an employee, but I know somebody who would be interested in getting involved. How could he make that happen? I'll talk to Terry Reynolds. Fucking right, Bert. When I, when I have a smoke session with her. Okay, now okay. Look, can we quick, can we wanna... pick the names up off the ground real quick and let's get back to MMA? Can we do yeah, that? That's exactly what I'm going to get to. Except for we're going to have a, a a little fucking delay, Rick. I don't think you can see me anymore. 
It's all right. I can see you on Twitch. I I got you up on Twitch. Don't worry. My boy Swayze Dalton is adding to our collection. You can consider it our collection, Ricky. Collection of what? This motherfucker giving me right here. What you know what I mean? What, what, what are you saying? This is pretty awesome. This is a motherfucking Tai Tuavasa fucking Holy shit. What do you call these kind of cards? You summoned them. What is it? A instant Oh yo. But it's, it's a UFC card. I forget what kind of cards they call them. It's the top left. Right? Oh, instant cards. This is number 57 out of 137, bro. And guess what I he's mean, doing on there if you couldn't see it. Oh, it's a Panini Instant. Dude, they got some money for him. Thank you, Swayze. That's what's up. Bro, it, and he's always sending ones that are, that are, that are like, personal to me. You feel me? Because, yeah. like, we got, we got the fucking Julian Lane. Let me bang, bro. There's only two of these made in existence, my dude. Oh, that's, that's awesome. what's up. And we Look. got two Dotsons he gave me. Awesome. For obvious reasons, because Dotson's the homie. We gotta get him in one next. But one's a silver, time. one's a gold. Yeah, we got a we got a fucking gold ass fucking thing. And then just to show y'all another part of the collection, because we building collections here. We're gonna get a little shelf behind him. We got the McGregor with his championship, bro. We'll Look get to that. you in a second, yo. We got news for you. <laughs> we collecting, bro. That's awesome. And, and for the radio podcast, what Buddy's doing is showing them two uh, action figures and some cards. Uh, pretty oh, awesome. Gifts. Yeah, gifts from the Christmas from gifts from for the community. It's just fucking amazing. Yeah. It's really cool. Christmas and, and, and Swayze's just been the homie, bro. That's Yo, awesome. if you missed it, literally, dude came in here and sang like you did yesterday straight on this thing. You helped us fucking literally make... I say us. You helped these two literally make... It's a community. You're saying I us know, but us as a community. Look at this. You helped literally fucking cause that to come into existence. And so, thank you for... Because like, it takes a... I'll tell you what, Rick. It is... Um, to be able to sing to a group of people who you don't know was on the other end, right? He doesn't know how many people are listening and watching, and he's just like, I'm just going to do it. Like, sure, that's like outgoing or whatever, but that's a tough thing to do, right? I couldn't believe he did it. I was just wanted to say, "Oh, you tried out for the voice," and I didn't want to. I didn't want to put the man on the spot and be like, "Oh, you gotta <laughs> sing for us." But hey, he he straight up busted out some Ian McGregor, Ian McGregor, and, and he, he was. So you um, didn't want to put him on the spot, motherfucker. He's on the spot. He's on the fucking stage. He's on the MMA Marks podcast, the highest, most grand stage you could fucking be on. Hell yeah! It's the MGM Grand fucking Theater. There we go. No, no, no. It was just I'm tilting Hello. it. That's okay. Well, that it was. Now it's facing you. Yeah, you just wanted to touch the stash. You see that he was trying to figure a way to touch it. Oh I ain't afraid God. to touch that stash. I, I love, I love day. that fucking hoodie, uh, Ricky. Pull it hey. up so people can see it. We all got. That is a sick. We got the hoodie. merch, man. You got the MMA Marks podcast merch. Uh, we're gonna have that in the in the merch store. We got this. I got from Lollipop. This is Lolly merch. So. I got friends all over. Damn right we do. Hey, listen, you know, I I won't take any credit for today at all. I mean, this was all them, 100%. I helped him with some images, but that's that's standard shit. Uh, I'm not, you know, if he wants an image for I built a fucking 3D set for him. Fucking I don't right. consider any of the well, things I did today. This since, was these guys. Since Shade Bone's bringing it up, man, as a community, including Ricky and myself, we do thank Backlog. Look at the studio we're in right now. Hell yeah. I mean, his, his work 
does not get unnoticed, but we gotta fucking put a little bit more light onto it, bro. I mean, hey. he's not he's not making me pay for it. <laughs> hey. hey, he's here. He's like my counselor. He gets Three. to hear my all the fucking fights with my wife. He gets to hear <laughs> when I uh, yell at my kids. He gets to tell me chill the fuck well, out. Three years ago, who did we call when we when we started this whole thing? Who do we call? We called Cav. All right. I remember that call, Rick. <laughs> Guys, there was a point when Rick didn't know what like a microphone or actually no, you know he he uh, he blew me away because I, I Rick I didn't know how technical you were. Like yeah. I just never even thought about it so like when i first was talking to you about this stuff yeah and um like you picked it up quick i was impressed because you just jumped on you were already downloading you know all the the um the apps you needed and everything you had that hookup you had you and buddy in the same room i did to this day uh until two three weeks ago when we got these headphones i never knew how to do two people in the same room uh without causing problems oh the, so. the mix and match or the uh mm-hmm. what is it called miss mac miss <laughs> i don't know it's it's like mix met match and all, i don't know what is it called pause me i don't know i don't uh, know what he's saying yeah pause, go, he's, pause meaning pause it, you like, just said something kind of gay yeah he's, he's he's joking that's jordan i know He's joking with you, bro. Calling out real names, okay. I'm trying to understand it. I'm trying he, to understand No, because we was hanging with Jordan yesterday, bro. You're out of the loop. It's Now Jordan replaced you. I don't know oh, when shit. he says pause Kevin. What was I He's saying? He's saying pause. I don't know what you said. I wasn't listening. Sky high. What's up, bro? Oh, do two people in the same room. Oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I think my, my thing is kicking in. What am I thinking of? Emote only? No, no, no. Uh, look. What do you call that? Bubba VIP. Mod. <laughs> what did you, look what did you guys think of of sean strickland's performance did you like it did you not i really didn't get to see the whole fight because i got called into work but what, what i'll tell you tell me what happened. i enjoyed it because he's aggressive and dominant and pushing forward consistently it's like if you could imagine being the opponent in that match just like a diaz or something like he's just constant pressure and um, truly like a, like, you know how, they, how we were saying, he's crazy, right? And Buddy and I were talking about it during this fight. Um, is he really crazy in there? And I'm like, you know what? His opponents are looking into his eyes and just being in there, he realizes that that man is crazy. Like, if that man's really try- trying to kill him. Well, oh. I want to say this about, uh, about our boy Strickland. What's very obvious to me is that he's best friends with Sam Alvey because he is... Showing what Sam Alvey's coaching is is perfect now. You know, he I guarantee he, Sam Alvey taught Strickland everything he knows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what is what is the what is the best thing that Strickland is doing, man? It's this it's the, the Sam Alvey shuffle is what we as we call it in the MMA marks community. <laughs> He's just pushing forward and banging, bro. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it wasn't his best performance, I don't think, but it was solid. It was a great performance, and by the end of it. Um, Hermanson looked like a carrot top almost. Like his face was puffy. He was fucked up. He was, uh, he was defeated well before the fifth round. Couldn't get a takedown to save his life. I mean, but but props to him too. Kept going for it. I mean, the, he landed clean a couple good times, but he was mostly just getting out pressured. Was Strickland talking of, shit? Like, 
Was Strickland talking shit when he when he's fighting? Not really. He was just it he was like doing he it was with his eyes. Focused. I bet he can he talk just, with his mind because he, he was just moving forward and pushing that pace, brother. Even when he got clipped a couple times, he still just didn't have the a different look. His eyes were dialed in like a computer program. You know what I mean? Like it just it was. I was saying to Buddy, like he's trying to make that man's soul disappear yeah. with his eyes directly, nice. and he's not a, a very imposing man. Like it's not like you if you saw him walking down the street, you'd be like oh my god, watch out for that guy. But if you saw him walking down the street in a trench coat, you'd be like, oh, fuck, look at that guy. He was given, he was given, uh, Hermanson, the, Strickly was given Hermanson the same stare down that Hager was given Santana. Yes. God damn, last night, Dynamite. I know you don't watch, but Hager's MMA. He was staring at, at Ortiz like he's never liked him. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. I was, I was, that was one of the best shows they've done in a long time, dude. People, well, yeah, people were saying that was literally uh, pay-per-view quality. Who the fuck is Keith Lee? I, we found out now. Yeah, Buddy's been saying, who's Keith Lee? Who's Keith Lee? Ricky, Limitless. The, Limitless Keith Lee. That was one of the, yeah, one of the best introductions. But how did he keep Limitless? Because it's Keith Lee is his name. So he can keep that. And he... No, they, Limitless was also in WWE, right? No, no. That was only in NXT. They dropped it and turned him into a bear cat. And then, so they didn't keep Limitless when they went to WWE? No. No. When How he, the fuck did they not do that? Because they're, they're idiots. Because they're idiots. When he went from NXT that they used up Limitless, to the main so. roster, they, they changed his whole gimmick. They changed everything about him. Put him in like these weird uh, uh, one pieces like they did with uh, Goldust. Yeah, like a singlet. And called him a bear cat or something like that. It was so stupid. It was stupid. So and then they dumb. fired him. Like, hey, you're promoted and you're fucking gone. He's, he's well, he had he actually he had a health problem, and he was out yeah, for like a problems, year. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was serious. He almost died. Man, sick war. What's we up? Got, we got a raid, everybody. The Welcome raid. Welcome in, sick war. Hey, if anybody's looking to be very competitive uh, on, on UFC, sick war has actually taught me lots, and he can teach you a lot. Awesome, awesome. Now, um, Sick War, everybody came in with Sick War. I want y'all to know something. We just got done with the interview with Sam Alvey and went fucking hella good. He sang with us. He fucking... Confessed his love for pro wrestling. He talked shit on John Jones. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thanks for following on me. Well. And it was just crazy, bro. We're, we're, we're turning him in. And before we get into MMA, because I know Ricky's fucking literally getting hives and shit because he's just like we're not going back into our podcast theme uh i want to know from you guys in the chat and you guys here in the studio with me who would you like to see sam alvey feud with in the wrestling world any fucking promotion i honestly would love to see him come in on behalf of aew as a fucking baby face to to, to like help aew guys against dan lambert's guys like I would like to see him come in and team and be part of like the inner circle because yeah, we got clips. We got clips. No, I was just uh, showing sick, showing sick oh, yeah. some of the studio stuff, brother. Hell yeah. Um, but I'd love to see him come in and cause he was saying Chris Jericho's his favorite ever. Right. Well, what better team than now that uh, let's say Sammy goes on his way and fucking uh, what's his face. Uh, Ortiz and Santana go with Eddie, which it looks like that's what they're doing. Well, Next thing you know, Dan Lambert comes out with his MMA guys to beat up Jericho and uh, Hager. And out comes Sam Alvey to save Hager and uh, Jericho. 
I'd love, love that. We all know that Orange Strickland Cassidy is there, Hager's you brother. Know Strickland wants in. Dude. We, we all know that Ricky, Hager yeah, is. You, you say. say what? No, I'll say, go ahead, Ricky. You say. I want to hear what you got to say. Okay, so we all know that Hager and Cassidy are brothers, right? We know that. But y'all cannot tell me if you put Hager and Sam Alvey side by side that that doesn't look real close to relation, if not brothers. I'm yeah, saying cousins or brothers. Kayfabe comes to... in, Hager pulls out a brother card. Welcome to the club, Sam Alvey. Let's go. And Hager gets yep. a tag team partner. Hager, I'd give them the name Babyface and the Heel if they want. That'd be the best tag team out there right now, Babyface right. and the Heel. And he he calls Obviously, himself the Grin Reaper. Managers. And that's where the Don and Jimmy T would come in, but, you know. Hey, they need managers. They need managers in AEW a little bit. I'm going to tell you something. Okay. Real Sam Alvey's new manager. Like, on social media, like, I'm going to pretend like I'm his manager as the Don. I want to geek out for (laughs) a second because I, I, you know, um, Bert, part of this community now. Our boy, Um, Tripod. This dude, Tripod, is is cool as hell, and... uh, you know, he's like, I'd say he's a friend now because I've talked to him long enough. I've talked to him for many, many hours, uh, helping him with some stuff and uh, also playing some games. But, um, oh, balls. But, <laughs> playing good. But when we were playing like Fortnite the other day or Apex or whatever, um, I had met, he kept saying, Jimmy T, Jimmy T. He can't get it out of his head, right? And I love it. And um, I said, you know what? My dream would be to have Jimmy T be a manager in WWE or AEW or something. And he was like, he stopped for a second and he said, are you serious about that? And I said, 100 fucking percent. Like, yeah, yes. I think that'd be fucking hilarious. Hell yeah. And after I said it out loud, I realized this guy might know somebody (laughs) who can make that happen. Like for real, you know? Um, And so I had to stop and think about it for for just a moment and be like, could I really do that? Like, could that really happen, mm. you know, in my life? Um, it very well could funny, and you know, should happen, sir. The guy, when I played him in backyard wrestling, he was a heel. And in, in 1998, life was a lot different. So you say stupid shit. And, um, you know, but the thing is, uh, I've outgrown that part of the character. I've learned a lot along the way. And, um, and yeah, I would love to like... The character has grown. The character has grown. And, and... I was growing my beard out a couple of years ago for real because I wanted to have Jimmy Thompson be like this fucking mangy freak with like a super long beard. And um, I was like, at a, I was at a point where I was like, you know what? I could cut a, I could, I could actually direct and cut a full promo like WWE style. Like this, like these promos pack is putting on. Did you see Pac and, and um, Malachi black? They're putting out, they're putting out theatrical promos. We can do that kind of stuff from within our community. I could build Sam Alvey some theatrical promo. like Bro, so he could have a really, really, really good, high-quality fucking audition for us. Yes. Oh, my God. Bro, we're we're going like, to produce his fucking audition tape for his next audition. And, I'll be, and, you know, and I'm the kind of guy who would help him be like, dude, dial this part back. Pick that one up. I need a little bit more oomph when you come in with the fucking brother, you know? <laughs> with the fucking brother. But, um, I know, seriously, seriously, J-Bone, I got to stop simping on Jimmy T. Um, but, no, the reality is it would be awesome if uh, Jimmy T and the Don and 
Ricky the Ref and stuff. Imagine if, if we really did put this movie together and um, and had people like Sam Alvey get involved, have people like Bert and Terry Runnels. Like, if Terry Runnels was like, yeah, I'd do a bit part in a fucking movie because you've helped me with my, my you know, my stuff. That's what collaboration is, and that's what I try to do with collaboration. So when I when you guys are saying thank you to the sets and stuff, you know, it's it's I do it for love. I do it for real. I do it. I, I charge people when I have to. Um, sometimes I do have to because if I don't know you and you're taking up time away from my wife and kids and my friends and my family and all that, I might have to charge you. If you haven't earned, if you haven't bought it, bought me with love and friendship, sorry. You know, I mean, fuck. Unless you know somebody who's bought me with love and friendship. Maybe, you know, and that's how that's how that works. I just want to say that, Ricky, if you ever want to if you ever want to do a, like a, a non referee gimmick. Think about something like Razor Sharp, Ricky Dark. <laughs> Razor Sharp was in the WVF. Well, he's Razor Sharp, Ricky Dark. That was uh, Matt yeah. was Razor Sharp. That's right. That's you can, right. Hey, you can long live the Matt name, bro. I'm sure Matt would grant you the access to that name. That's Jimmy Thompson beat Razor Sharp for the world title. That's the one sitting right over there. <laughs> oh, iconic, tragic, oh. the highlight for the interview, man. Okay, I love oh, when God, he started marching question. out. When he was talking about wrestling and we, we got the the legitimate mark out moment right there, I was loving that. And when he called John Jones a cheater. When he called John Jones a cheater, I was I couldn't have I couldn't have been more happy. Couldn't have been more happy. That was my favorite part of the whole interview. What about you? My favorite part? Um, uh, it's probably when he started talking about pro wrestling, I was like, I'm I'm in like Flynn, bro. And I just wanted him to know, like, I knew like we didn't have that much time and I wanted him to know like Bro, literally, our whole community is going to fucking put you on a pedestal when it comes to your wrestling style content, if you do any. Yes. Yeah, Gargatron, he fucking... Sam Alvey himself took shots at John Jones before anybody else. It's crazy, Like, it? straight up. It was awesome. I want to just uh, also <laughs> say, speaking of pro wrestling, I'm just going to... I got to give a couple plugs while Ricky's doing his thing. Uh, speaking of wrestling, we got a pro wrestler coming on the smoke sesh this Sunday. Oh, yeah. And after, and that's somebody that tr- helped train me as a pro wrestler back in the day. And after the smoke sesh, we're going to be raiding a, a former this, MMA fighter. He this fought picture and up tried. there, the one I made. Do you have it? Uh, give, give, give me a second. I'll be right yeah, back. You can go look for it. It's in there. I don't, I don't, I didn't download it yet. Oh, shit. It's because he's in Discord. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. it. So, anyway, uh, after that, we're going to be raiding fucking my boy Yola, bro. Hell yeah. And that's Lost Time Long Play, and it's going to be the debut of his fucking wrestling simulation. And we're going to be, like, crossing worlds of wrestling, bro. It's going to be Yola's fucking Team Sunday, my thing fucking Friday. Can I ask a request? Go ahead. Jimmy T and the Don are already in his league. I know, can I? Can you? Wait, you can't have... Never mind. Okay, I was gonna say, can you have his Jimmy T versus your Jimmy T? But it's the same Jimmy T. He's fucking crossbreed. Well, he's he's got an older version. Jimmy of the T game. and the Don are crossbreed. Oh, they got different Jimmy. He's got T. a different version. He is, made his version. Is this his, how? His is gonna be completely different than my wrestling simulation. And you know what? I think he asked me on as a commentary. I don't know if this Sunday will work. That'd be awesome. But I, I if he has me on, I might do it. More wrestling in the chat. Speaking of wrestling, one of the one one of the greatest moments in wrestling history. If you want to see my boy Ray take a super kick in the middle of a ring who is also wheelchair bound, I know that might come off like I'm just trying to promote that, but 
I think it's even crazier and funnier of a video, the fact that they super kicked this man and he ate that shit like a fucking champ. They kicked this man in his fucking dome hard. And he sold it. It was awesome. I'm <laughs> crippled as fuck. I love hey, it. Look, and I never mean disrespect to, towards when I say that, Ray. I hope I hope that you understand that. I think it's yeah, awesome. I think we he so 100% much. understands yeah. it, dude. I saw it, Ray. I was in your chat the I'm other day, but I because of it because you're doing shit you were streaming the other day i went in there but um I, I i don't get the chat all the time because sometimes i'm working so i was i had you up on one of my my monitors here for a little bit but uh yeah keep up the grind brother hey everybody go follow my boy ray he's 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 new to streaming and he don't have um much followers yet but he's gonna get up there man he's gonna get on the train now because he is going to blow up he's just slowly building his fucking rep you know what i mean Help help this man out. He said, show fight picks. It, we have not gotten into fight picks yet. And matter of fact, because the week's been so busy and I've been shit my pants. Oh, we need to week, talk about fight pick champions. I didn't even fucking look at the fights properly, but Ooh, I, I can make picks on the fly, bro. We don't need to. We need to look at. We need to take a step for a second. Why pull, does it look so cool right now? Is it because I, I, I'm on edibles? I yeah, bet, can you, is it because I'm on edibles? Can you pull Ricky behind here and can you put the fight pick championship I have on the been, if you're I've been gypped, okay? I've Never been gypped. Lock that. Lock man. it. Which one is that one? I've been gypped. Jimmy oh, T's in first place. How the hell Ricky? did that happen? Yep. Where's Ricky at? Uh, How the hell did that happen? SS video? I don't know. Yeah. It is SS video. Right there. How the so, hell did Jimmy T get in first place? Listen, guys. I'll move him up a little bit so the top. There you go. He, he can be big behind us. Right there. <laughs> all right. So, first of all, guys, when you do streaming, when you set up your scenes... Name everything something that makes sense to you. At first it did, but I was being... I'm going to fix this. This motherfucker, he names things SS... Hold on, stop. Listen. New. You, if, I had, if I had a moment, I would literally transfer over to the ones that I've cleaned up. I know. <laughs> but I'm, I'm in the process. That's When I say I'm working, guys, I'm cleaning up my He is. Shit. No, I'm just fucking with I'm you. I'm chaotic with my shit. I'm just works. fucking with you. But Swayze Dalton's in second place. JC Gaber um, coming in third. Grampy back and forth. Death Punch, right and forth. J-Bone coming in sixth. M.A.M.E. Marks is in seventh. That's crap. Denver Dan. And then I'm in ninth. I don't know how the hell that happened. That's a bunch of crap. Don't worry, I love it. It's a bunch of crap. Look at that. (laughs) 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 What are you doing to me, bro? Listen, listen. He's actually impressing me right now. Ricky has zero fucking idea what's going on, but guess who does? This guy seems to. My He's impressing me right now. Okay. It's okay. Where, where is... That right there. Okay, so what am I pulling up again? YouTube, or uh, Fight Big Championship. What is it called? Type it in. TheBacklogExposed.com. You don't have it? Bookmark? Look, watch it. Go ahead, go <laughs> to it. This is bullshit. It always says, cannot find... Yeah, first can't find. It in. Can't the, find it, right? The he's better than me. The <laughs> it's right here. Now, okay. This is why I need him in this. <laughs> he's my he's my production. Guy. Way back when Ricky won, but look who's dominating. <laughs> now listen, you asked an important question, Ricky. Said, "How is backlog?" It Thank first. you, tragic. Thank you for and for how is backlog? I'll tell you, honest, truthful, honest. I make my picks based off of Jimmy Thompson. 
sometimes I used to not take it as seriously. Okay, I used to I used to just kind of be like, I'm just going to get them in because I, I was more worried about making sure everything worked correctly. But <clears throat> um, there was a, a fight where I picked with my gut. And uh, I lost. I lost every fight on that card. It was like the reverse of a, you know, whatever. Yeah. A reverse of a perfect card. And uh, from that point on, and that was about two seasons ago, I I try to make every pick if I'm Jimmy Thompson. So if they have a funny name or if they're, like, the most well-known person, like Conor McGregor, you know, Jimmy Thompson would fuck with Conor McGregor, right? Jimmy Thompson wouldn't fuck with uh, um, Usman. So Usman's never going to get picked by Jimmy Thompson. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. And it seems to work out well. So you're picking Whitaker to you're picking Whitaker to win? Most likely, yeah. But also, on top of all that, um the st- like if someone's a heavy favorite, uh Jimmy Thompson is pretty uh, you know, <laughs> that's perfect actually. Um <laughs> but like you know, he he makes he makes decisions you know, like like Beetlejuice might. You know what I mean? Okay. So absent-minded. Kind of absent-minded. So just all heart, no no thoughts. A hundred percent. Like if someone told Jimmy Thompson this guy's cool, he'd vote for him. Yeah. If he liked the guy, Sam told him. Jimmy Thompson will fuck with Sam Alvey. <laughs> he don't trust American. him. He doesn't told me he doesn't trust him. Why? He never trust, trust never trust a smile like that. That's Mm-mm. what my dad always. That's what Jimmy. That's what the Don always told Jimmy. <laughs> never trust a smile like Sam Alvey. <laughs> this is how the Don's gonna get him. This is how the Don the, is the dirtiest player we're in the gonna, game. We're gonna produce one of the most epic promos of the Don going after Jim uh, Sam Alvey. It's gonna be fucking crazy. It's gonna be like like dark and mysterious. Oh my god! From the from the Thompson compound. So, I I took a big. Who do you guys got? Couple L's on this on that card, man. I did not do well, not as well as I wanted to. Damn sure not as well as Jimmy T with 115 points. That's what happens when you get get everything right. But see, Jimmy T might look at this and say, "Now wait a second, isn't Whitaker from Australia?" But right, yeah. But we can't we can't not say we can't not talk about Swayze Dalton. Coming in, coming in super hot all the way through. I mean, ninety-five points oh. along with Grampy back, ninety-five points. JC Gamer with the eighty-five points and yeah. Death Punch Grampy sixty-five. Back's always up there. JC Gamer's always a run for his money, and you and uh, you and Buddy seem to like to hover in the middle, not get too many people too upset about playing. You know, you guys are really good hosts. <laughs> well, you know what I'm sucking this week. You know what it is? Is me and him try to trick each other, and we do. We trick each other into making shittier picks. Than I saw. <laughs> I saw Ricky try to trick Buddy this week because, uh, who was it? It was the um, was it the mate? What was Strickland. the mate? Yeah, Strickland. Strickland. You said you were gonna pick the other guy. Yeah. And you picked Strickland. Yeah. And so, folks. But no, that's that's Ricky. Don't always put his money where his mouth is. Let me just say. <laughs> you gotta play the game, man. You gotta play the game. He didn't convince me to pick Hermanson, because I picked Hermanson because I like. A lot of times I'll go with the grappler. Mm-hmm. A lot of times. But it shows that Ricky has a complete understanding of entertainment and <laughs> real, Bula. real deal. Because Strickland good. won, you know? And we're, uh, smaller, we're smaller than him like Hasbula. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's what has Beulah and that other guy. Um, but no, look, Swayze Dalton's staying up there. Like I said, uh, J.C. Grampy back. The, the first week, no one really had too many points. So um, it was a crappy week uh, two weeks ago. But uh, it's uh, anyone wanting to get involved, most people miss a pick or two. So there's always a chance. It's a, it's a long season. This is only two, two fights. And so anybody could get in, and, and one good card puts UFC you up there. 275. Every main card of UFC... You get to do all your picks on, and it's easy. You just have to join. Make the a command for it. Can I do. I don't. Th- this is the. This is it right here. No, no, no. No. Nope. We already have commands. Look, hit, hit, hit FPC. We got commands, brother. <laughs> oh man. Look at this. So, yeah, but that's the Discord. So did you guys see? Did you guys What's see the Russian thing? fight? The freak show Russian fight. No, what was it? It was a 525 pound man. It's going up against a 115-pound girl. And the girl won. Via decision. This is... They called it like a Russian freak show or something. Didn't that already happen? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did you see it? I know it happened. What is this? That's not where I was going. Sorry. Fuck it. We'll We'll figure it out later. Yeah. Just remind... I didn't. One of the mods, put it in the admin chat, please, that we need to make a command for the Fight Pick Championship. The form itself. Just, oh, the form? Mm-hmm. Jay Poppy, was it a good fight? I didn't see the Somebody fight. The I just heard the result. The- I heard the result was that she won via decision. Were the rules kind of pushing to in her favor, or were they just brawling? That was the main card, the two chicks? No, no, no. I said the Russian freak show between the oh, 500, all that one. 525 pound man taking on a 115 pound girl. Thank you for the clip, uh, Ray. What, what were we talking about? Just keep. You were looking for the form. I'm looking for form. He's asking about did you think uh, of the, the two Russian chicks that went at it? Not um, two chicks. It was not fat two guy chicks. Russian chick, right? Yes. That's old as fuck. That happened again? I, I guess. I don't know. I've just seen it on the dirt sheets. Right? I don't know. That might be old as fuck, brother. Either that or they done did this and they're re- redoing it. Uh. Either way. Or Buddy just forgot he didn't create it yet. Until yesterday. Um, I like that shit, bro. You know me. I'm a circuit street kind of guy, bro. I say intergender fucking matches are for the, for the win, bro. I think that Cyborg or, or Amanda Nunez or Shevchenko could fuck up a lot of people. A lot of men. If anyone has a link to that fight, I'd love to see it. It um, It's on uh, MMA Junkie. Okay. I bet you would. <laughs> um, I mean, hey, I think anyone should be able to fight if they want. I don't even think size should matter. If two people want to fight and they want to, like, write it down like i don't know there should be a place you could go to do that i think i don't know man like after once you get into a certain level of fighting you know, like you know i'm saying like size matters if two people want to go duke it out who is to say like listen this person will kick your ass it's it's not a it's not a fair fight like what if you just want to fucking fight that person for real like you like it some people like to fight and so 
Yeah. Or you go place, you pay some money, there's a referee in there, you sign a contract saying if you die, you die, it's not on us. And he it's dies, called he Florida. Dies. You let it's these two go Florida. at it. Like fucking, I mean, that's what they're doing in the backyard thing. The uh, You mean bare knuckle? Bare, not bare knuckle, the other one. Street uh, beef. Street beef. I mean, that's kind of what it is, right? I'm yeah. not sure. We would have to ask people that are involved with it. But them. I'd love to see, you know, husband and wife who just hates each other, wants to fucking get at Whoa. it. He's just trying to... Trying to get his wife to go in there. No, and no. Know I'm, playing. You know, I'm watching the show Big Little Lies or Little Big Lies with Crystal, yeah. and uh, there, there's just a it's a, about a couple of different women who have fucking fucked up lives, <laughs> and there's like a murder that's happening. You don't know who's gonna die. Mm. Long story short, there's one of those fucking relationships. They uh, they throw hands. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like they beat the shit out of each other. That's crazy. In passion. In I, passion. I have had friends like my boy Donovan who was talking about he might go to um, UFC 273. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if we all can go, maybe. You never know. That'd be awesome. Uh, but he was talking about he's going to come to Florida. And he he's been in relationships with girls that he trained with. And when they got That's mad at saying. each other, they f- when they got mad at each other, he said they put the fucking gloves on. That's what I'm saying. And he said sometimes Wayne Brady got to choke a bitch. I mean, I ain't ain't looking for anyone to, like, get into a fight that don't want to be in one. I'm saying if the girl wants to sign up for it, I'm all for it. I don't think there should be any rules there or any um, rules against it. So where is 273? Again, I think that's a fair fight, too. Like, if a guy wants to prove it. So where is Fuck UFC 273? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The World World Wildlife Entertainment. WWF. Fuck the WWF. We summoned Bunker T's girl yesterday with that. Yeah. All right, so are we getting to our fight picks or what are we doing here? Absolutely. I'm right. waiting on I'm y'all. Taking, I, I will take this show on a derail, so I'm going to take a step away. But I just want to say good job, guys. Awesome. Thanks, Kev. Show and uh, keep it up, guys. All right, UFC 271 right here. Let's go. So where are we at as far as... Let me pull it up, sugar. All right. Jeremiah Wells taking on Mike Mathia. Who you got on this one? Mike Mathia is 3-0. and Jeremiah Wells is 9-2. and How you see this going, bro? Um, say that one more time about who is it, Jeremiah Wells, and who else? Mike Mathia. Watch out. Um, tell me what you got, because I'm, I'm just changing right. the setup again real quick. So I'm, I'm looking at these guys. Jeremiah Wells is coming in 9-2. and two. His last fight, he beat the guy in uh, 30 seconds in round two, and uh, a lot of ground and pound. Then it was the fight before that was a rear naked choke. So we, and then a couple decisions. So what I'm taking is I'm taking Jeremiah Wells. I'm thinking the experience is going to play out uh, in his favor. So I got Jeremiah Wells knocking uh, Mike Mathia out in uh, sure. two round two KO. That's how I see it going down. What about you, man? Have you seen any of All these right. guys? Yeah, Jeremiah Wells. Let me see. He's familiar. I have no idea who this other guy is. I got to go with Jeremiah Wells' decision because I'm not really too familiar with Wells, and I'm definitely not too familiar with that guy. Uh, 3-0 and from New Zealand must be fucking big hype, but that's why it probably won't go to a finish on either end. 
I'm thinking this is one of Whitaker's pay uh, pay guys, like a training partner or something. I could be wrong, but that's what I'm. If saying. it's New Zealand, it's probably uh, Izzy. It's probably yeah, it's probably Izzy, right? Uh, it says Australia and New Zealand. <laughs> I have no idea, but yeah, twenty uh, first. I love area. I love a I love a a hyped up debut in it, and that's got to be hyped up, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping for it. So next we have uh, De Sil- uh, D. Silva de Andrade taking on Sergey uh, Morozanov. Who you got on this one? So this De, De- Silva de Andrade or whatever. Yeah. Or Andrade. Um, <laughs> he looks old as fuck. That's the main thing I always <laughs> remember about him. Yeah. And um, to be honest... I- I, I'm impressed by him, but at the same time, he hasn't done he, like he, he he's like a big test. He's a good he's a good gatekeeper, I guess, for lower tier guys. I'm gonna have to go with Sergey on this by decision, brother. I, I said Sergey too, but I got him knocking him out round one. Sergey Kazakhstan guys or whatever, however you say it. <laughs> the Borat people. Yeah. Um, okay, next one is uh, Jacob Maquan taking on A.J. Dobson. A.J. Dobson coming in with a perfect 6-0 and record. Uh, uh, Maquan has one loss to him. Is He's 5-1. and one. So how do you see this going down? What do you, what do you see, given your uh, opinion first? Okay, so Maquan is, is, is a guy that came with, uh, what's his name? Uh, he he did come with Whitaker, and he did fall short, I believe. Right? This is the Whitaker guy. Yeah. I'll go with him first round knockout. This Dobson guy, he's he's undefeated, but he, contender series guys don't always uh don't always come up and come up the right uh, path. I just I just Sorry, want you to I know. I was just trying to set some shit up, Ricky. Sorry, man. It's okay. It's okay. I want <laughs> you to know that that Dobson has won every fight within a round except for one fight. Everybody I is this. round one. So I understand, but I I believe in the fact that if you come with some hype, bro, and this guy's already had his his UFC debut and everything, man. He's already got off the jitters. Yeah. Well I'm also taking Malquan too because I feel the same way that jitter, the big lights might might spook this guy, AJ Dobson, but we'll see. I got I got Malquan via decision. Oh, yeah. Uh next up we got Carlos Olberg taking on Fabio uh Ch- Chirant. Is that how you say it? Chirant? Fabio Chirant. Uh, I forget. The Water Buffalo is his nickname. Yeah. He's he he hasn't won one in the UFC, I don't think. Oh what a buffalo. Fabio on a buffalo. There you go. Carlos Olberg. Coming in with uh, King of the Ring champion, he is. Um, he's coming off the Contender Series, and he lost to uh, uh, Kennedy uh, Sinjuku Sinjuku. He mm-hmm. lost, so he's coming off a loss, and now he's gonna come back. I hope. We'll see. I got uh, Olberg winning this one. KO round three. How you see it? 
for sure, I do not have any faith in my boy Water Buffalo. <laughs> I hear that. All right, Alberg came up short because he because that he fell for the Kennedy uh, bait, I guess. Yeah. Because Kennedy's slow and he likes to let motherfuckers punch himself out. I don't think he's gonna have a problem with this guy. I think that uh, he's gonna get a first round knockout. Nice, nice. I got him knocking him out in third, but first round sounds good too. It's gonna, I'm telling you, man, these guys are are getting setup fights. That guy hasn't won one fight in the UFC, bro. Yeah, it does look like a set him up fight. Next up, we got Alex Hernandez taking on Honato Moicano. Um, this is I, I look at first glance at this, I was like, oh, Moicano's gonna beat him up easy, but. After like looking at them, looking at their body of work, they're pretty similar. I think this is going to be a, a pretty damn good even match. I got Moicano coming out on top. I think he has better jujitsu, but I, I don't know. This is going to be a this is a this is a pickup fight for me, man. I'm surprised uh, that you think that they're similar fighters because this is going to go one of two ways. It's either going to be Hernandez knocking fucking Moicano the fuck out savagely or Moicano's going to get lucky and get a submission. That's how you see it? He's just I know it. that's how it's going to play out. Okay. I guarantee it. I and th- I'm just rooting for a fucking first round submission on my boy Moicano. Okay. I, I, I'm thinking they're going to cancel each other out. Like, Moicano... Hell no, dude. Is going to run. Hell no. Don't forget that Hernandez... Lost to fucking cowboy via armbar. I, I don't. I'm not forgetting that, but I'm also. He does. He does like to stick to one attack, over and over and over again. He doesn't like to adjust his game plan as he goes. So, I, I, I don't know. I mean, that that's why I say they're they're uh, similar. Right. <laughs> I'm a wreck tonight, boy. It's okay. It's okay. We'll, we're oh, gonna man. get through it, bro. We're gonna get through it. <laughs> yeah, Hernandez thought he was a G at one point, man. I gotta say, I've had a bad taste in my mouth about Hernandez since the fucking cowboy fight. He'll probably win this, if I'm being honest. You know, but I'm rooting for fucking Moicano like crazy. Yeah. And I, I thought they were lighter weight. I thought they were on 45. They're 155. I... One, uh, uh, Hernandez has been fighting at 155. Moicano just moved up. Okay, okay. That's that's what confused me. I was like, man. But he's getting so knocked weird. out by 145ers, my dude. Oh, yeah. You understand? Like, he's getting knocked. He got knocked out by a bunch of motherfuckers, my dude. Aldo put it on him. <laughs> Fucking Korean zombie put it on him. That's true. That's true. He said, remember Hernandez also knocked out Benil Darius. There you go. Moximant. Mox86. Hernandez got hands. But I'm just, but the few times that people have gotten him in any type of submissions, they usually sink it in. Yeah. So so next up on the card, we got Ronnie Lawrence taking on uh, Mana Martinez. So how do you see this going on? I don't know. I haven't heard of either one of these guys have you is is ronnie lawrence the dude that is uh one of henry cejudo's boys um i am not sure 
He's, he's coming off the contender series. I do know that. And you don't know. You don't know Amanda Martinez. Mm-mm. No, I'm probably in the movie Hook. You know Rufio. Shut up. That was not him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. He just looked like him. He got that hair and shit, bro. Rufio. <laughs> I knew you would start singing it. I can't. I can't not. I can't not. I see some kind of Olympic shit on him. Okay. I look, man. I didn't even fucking look into these to even remember these guys. I didn't even watch the fight to try to remember them. I, I, you know me. I focus on the on, on what 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 went down earlier today in the, in the podcast. But that's, I'm gonna have to go with my boy Lawrence by decision. That's what I, I could did possibly too. change that based on who Lawrence is. I gotta be reminded by looking at a fight. Matter of fact, I can look at. I can. We can watch it now, or you just want to keep keep going. Uh, hey. Uh, let's keep going, and when when gotcha. we get done, because I'll go later, man. Let's let's keep the podcast podcast. Oh, amen, you. amen. Next up, we got the big uh, William Knight taking on uh, Maxim Grisham. Will Will William Knight is just a powerhouse and a half. I don't know how he makes two hundred five. This guy is ginormous. I, like, yeah, but oh, go ahead. Well, who did he just fight? Um, wasn't it... Um, Menafield. Was it Menafield? Yeah. Two big Jack Black dudes in the ring, man. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also uh, knocked out that guy Fabio, the water buffalo. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But Max Maxim Grisham, I mean, he's a very experienced fighter. So we're, we're But he's coming off a loss. I mean, to Justin, uh, Dustin to Kobe. Well, the thing about Max Grishin, and, and I don't know if you remember this, uh, is he's also somebody taking fights at, in different weight classes. He's taking fights at heavyweight. He's taking fights at light heavyweight. And, I mean, he he seems pretty fucking awesome as a, as a fighter. William Knight is just a fucking unit, though, bro. I think that no, this dude is he'll, he'll probably get a second-round TKO or something. William Knight. But I could see this going either way. So you got him KO second round? I got the same yeah, thing. Yeah. I got the same thing, KO second round. Well, he's Knight? just too powerful. Just too powerful. Yeah, he's got the he's got the youth on his side. It's I mean it's only five years, but Yeah. You know, four, five, six years difference. That can't, that that's a big difference, huh, Rick? It it does. It does help. Yeah, because if we got in a fight, my youth would come into play. <laughs> Yeah, it would come into play all right. <laughs> mm, my gray hair hey. is out the fuck you up. Jaylen also has night. That's right. That's right. So next up, we got Alex Perez taking on Matt Schnell. Ah, man, I think this could this could be a damn good fight for Matt Schnell. It, it match he matches up real nice with uh, Perez. I'm I'm going I'm going Matt Schnell uh, second round KO. How you see it, bud? Talking about canceling each other out earlier. Yeah. I feel like this is this is gonna be a fucking hard fought match. And I think that Chanel is the type to always go for a finish. So I think Perez is gonna get the decision because I think he'll fight uh, more for, towards the judges, knowing how how even they are. Maybe maybe they both feel like they're way better than the other, but I just feel like uh, between the two, 
Perez probably is fought for more decision. For you know what I mean? Yeah. I just think that Schnell is just kind of like he's good, but he. I mean, this man is reason why his middle. I mean, his nickname is dangerous because he's always putting himself in. Da- he's risking. He's a risky fighter, bro. That that's why I say it matches up, bro. If if nobody plays it safe and they just go in and fight to their strengths, this could be fight of the night. I mean, really. I mean, I know I know that's putting up that's putting them up there, but don't sleep on these guys, man. Don't sleep on these guys. These guys can put on a damn good show. Um, next up, we got somebody coming out of retirement. I hear Roxanne out of Ferry taking on Casey O'Neill. Like, how did that happen? I thought Roxanne was done. How fucking, how could I not, how could you not believe that I am the fucking most magical man in the world with this fight matchup right here, by the way? <laughs> I'm being dead serious. Do you not remember who who I think is going to be the women's champ by the end of the year? Yeah. Casey fucking O'Neal. I picked her. You did. I'm almost positive I picked her. You anyway, did. Casey O'Neal knockout first round. Roxanne, I'm sorry. You're an awesome fucking entertainer. O'Neal is going to fucking be on your ass. Mm. I got O'Neal, but I I think it's going to be decision. It ain't going to be knockout first round. I think Roxanne's just too... This girl don't fuck around. She'll get get Mataferi down and Mataferi's jujitsu, you know, but she'll pound her out on top like Brock fucking Lesnar. Casey O'Neal is the Brock Lesnar. Of that fucking division. Damn, okay, okay. I like that, I like that. So, so the main event of the prelims for Saturday is Andre Arlowski, 43 years young, going up against Jared Vandera. And Arlowski's the favorite to win by a, by a large margin. What'd you think, man? Well, he just took an L from Romanov, uh... Three months and three weeks ago. Yeah. So he's had some time to recover. But it Orlowski is fucking looking better than ever since he gotten since he got his moment in AEW, which I'm hoping Sam Alvey someday does. Amen. And and does it more than fucking Orlowski does currently. But ever since then it just seems like he's he's been fighting more and more intelligently. Like he's it sparked a new like uh, a, a new like hype in them, you know what I mean? Yeah, this is a newfound purpose. Whatever this new style of fighting that he's doing, it's not it's not a brawler mentality. It's very calculated. He he takes a game plan to it, and he still has that killer instinct when you do get hurt. That he he just goes after it. I mean, I'm liking this new Olowski, and I got him knocking. Knocking Venata out at uh, second round. All right. I'm going to say he sticks to the decision because the Mountain's a big boy, and I think Orlowski is just going to be very, very uh, defensive on trying to not get accidentally knocked out. Because yeah. you get clipped, you might get knocked out. I think he's going to fight more, more smart. Yeah. Man, and to start off this pay-per-view... What a hell of a way to do it. Bobby King Green taking on Nasrat Hafarak. Mini Kelvin. I mean, good lord. 
this is a damn good fight. This is my dark horse, too. I, I like to match no Alex Perez, but this is my dark horse because Bobby Green knows how to put on a fight. He's entertaining as hell. What he did to um, Ally Quinta was awesome. Did, it was a flawless victory. I know Al was on his way out and he wanted to retire and didn't really have it. But to get a flawless victory on somebody? I mean, come on, man. He barely got touched that last fight. I got Bobby Green all day on this KO round three. Going to make it a damn good fight. Yeah, well, I will say that we fell off the has has Haparas train a yeah. while ago. Yeah. But there's times that he's proven us wrong after we already fell off the train. He's only 26 years old to Bobby Green being 35. There is a there is a pretty big age gap there. Uh-huh. But Bobby Green has the experience and he's still getting around just fine. So I think that maybe he won't get the KO, but he'll get the decision. Yeah. Yeah, I think that as well. Um, I think he could get a decision, but Bobby Green's just—he's too—he's too much of a, a veteran to let that happen. And he wants to finish. He knows that he's not going to be the best fighter out there. You know, he's gonna—he's not going to get this big title shot right now. But in that understanding, he knows that he gets that fifty grand if he puts on a damn good show. And that's what he's out there to do. And that's why I think he's going to knock him out in the third. Yeah. I'm just giving, I guess I'm giving Nazareth a little bit more credit. That's all. Because I believe you're just, I believe that you're not lying when you say everything you're saying about Green. I just give uh, Nazareth the credit that he's going to give Bobby Green a little more trouble and not be able to, uh, and just, just give him trouble. I mean, I don't think it's even going to be a 30 27. Right. I think that he may lose lose one of those three rounds. It's possible. It's possible. Uh, next up, we got Kyler Phillips taking on uh, Marcelo Rojo. Is that how you say it? Or Ho, uh, Ho, Horgar? I don't know. Rojo. That's what I'm uh, Well, this guy 10 months ago lost to Charles Jordan. <laughs> okay. That's, that's his claim to fame uh, so far. So I don't know Rojo well at all. If this ain't a setup fight for Phillips, I ain't never seen one. If Kyler Phillips can't win on this fight, he's his stock is gonna fall really far, really far. He's gonna be back on the uh, Facebook fights before the prelims. <laughs> if, Phillips looks if, like a fucking fun dude, though. The Matrix is real, man. He is. He is. He just, yeah, the way he the way he moves and shit, and the way he's like kind of like his personality. So I haven't seen much of like his actual personality, but in the ring or in the octagon, if you will, uh, Phillips is a fun dude, man. He's he's almost like got those like uh, like lucha luchador type vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I, he likes to be he likes to be flashy. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, I got him knocking Whoa. out in the second round. Who you got? I can't hear you. <laughs> First you... round, bitch. I just had to take a puff. <laughs> I forgot you, you're coming down off the. <laughs> hey, I, I was. I'm still a little like a, a little flustered. I mean, some of y'all can tell. The, like Ricky definitely knows that I'm off my game right now. A little bit, a little bit. I'm trying. I'm sorry, guys. I, I that shit caught me on another level. I can barely pay attention. 
but at least I know what I'm doing to a degree. Hey, man, that was awesome. I'm still happy about that. I can't believe that that happened. Because when we started three years ago, that just, wow, blows my mind that we've come from there to here. I mean, sitting in my dining room with two mics and a book, that's all this was. That's all this was. It was great. You know what? There was nothing wrong with that, and we would still be doing it like that. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if COVID and stuff like that they didn't kind of separate that, and then and then I I you know moved and shit, but uh, we would have did the in in studio, in real life studio, more. I didn't mind it at all. I think that was an awesome setup, brother. It was. It was. I, I was happy with it. Uh, but fuck COVID, and and we move forward and we evolve. So speaking of evolution, I mean we got Derek Brunson up next, dude, and Jared Cannonier. Mm-hmm. Derek Brunson has has evolved since he last fought. You know, I mean, the wrestling game is on point. The aggression is on point. The cardio is fixed. But now he's got a tough test against Jared Cannonier. I don't know. How do you feel if this fight goes down, dude? I think Cannonier has had issues recently, and if if anybody's gonna come out on top, it's gonna be my boy Blind Brunson. He better still be blind. <laughs> and his ground and pound game, you know, J-Bone's saying, what the fuck, how you going to pick Brunson round three KO? I'll tell you how. Because Jared Cannonier is good, but I don't think that he's going to keep up the pace, and I think he's going to get tired, and then Brunson's going to let down the fucking ground and pound. And his ground and pound's better than ever. He's pretty savage with it these days. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think that he'll be able to finish Brun, uh, Cannoneer out of knocking him out clean. I think it's going to be through gassing him and then TKOing him fucking like that. You know what I mean? Yes. Totally agree. That's, that is my um, breakdown of the fight, too. Like, I think Brunson's going to tire him out because once, once Jared does gas, it is, it, it is so noticeable, the dip in his game. He just cannot, he can barely survive once he gets winded. So if you take him into deep water, Brunson's got it. And when Brunson goes into deep water, he gets better. So I, I got I got uh, Derek Brunson on this one via decision. Um, I think uh, Jared's a little tough, so you're not going to knock him out. But Brunson will wrestle, wrestling pretty good. So I got Brunson decision. Hell yeah. Well, uh, just want to touch something that JC said. I might have I might have worded the wor- the wrong word saying recently, but in that L, didn't he break his arm? That's what I meant. Like yeah, he did. Uh, yes, he might have came back from the broken arm pretty good, but it's not like he fucking knocked out Kelvin when he came back from the fucking uh, when he came back from the loss. Before that, he was fucking finishing motherfuckers. Maybe he lost his finishability. That's what I meant by that. Because he broke his arm, he may not be able to rely on his power. And Jabo, Jabo, look, look. I know Brunson's been taken to deep waters and finished, but that was before he fixed his cardio. He fixed his cardio, got a new lease on his style, and 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 now he's coming back better than ever, better than ever. I mean, and then Jabo, yeah. I mean, just just you're talking shit on 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 Brunson from what his last fucking five fights is from. His fifth fifth fight ago is from fucking two years ago. Almost yeah. three years ago now. How many fights ago are you talking? Or how long ago? 
Well, I mean, everybody... I know my introduction to Bronson was when Izzy fought him and Izzy just dismantled him. So, uh, after that, though, I mean, the fight the fight against Vittori really... I mean, that was great. J-Bone a hater for some reason. I don't get it. Look, he's saying that, that Brunson hasn't done nobody to nothing. Look, I think that the way he's beating these people is better and better, bro. I mean, he completely derailed Terrence Hill. Terrence Hill's never been the same after that. Y'all gonna make me do this, huh? Do it. Continue to share, dog. Okay. He got finished by Israel Adesanya, literally one of the greatest city, 185ers of all time. He got uh, he got head kicked by Souza and lost, Jacare. Mm-hmm. But this was back in 2018 when Jacare was fucking everybody up. Yep. Silva, he didn't even finish him. Silva didn't finish him. You know, I mean, and I'm just saying, like, the people he's getting finished by are all fucking really, really, really big fucking great UFC top guys. Yeah. Like, you're disrespecting my man. Like, yeah. who who does he have an L from that's, like, that makes you say that he's terrible? Well, he did look like shit against Ian Heinish. I'll say that. And Elias Theodora should have never went to decision. I, I, I understand that. But but when he got to Kevin Holland and Edmund Sebastian, like... He was fi- he fixed his stuff. He fixed it, and and he's been great ever since. And yeah, until he until he started, dude, the Shab- uh, Edmund fight that was fucking savage, and and he has a KO victory against um, Machida as well. So don't fucking disrespect my man. Yeah, he's awkward, but he's but he's got KO power. Yeah, and this is this is the fight that everybody's looking forward to. As well, the the co-main event of the evening, Derek Lewis, the Black Beast himself, taking on Tai Tuivasa. Are we gonna get the Black Beast, or is somebody gonna get a shoey? I mean, what, that this fight should be on the main. It should be a main event anywhere else but this card. So, man, what a great co-main event. What do you think, Bud? How do you think this is gonna go down? Dude, this is a fucking fan favorite versus a fan favorite. It's hard to fucking pick because you don't want to pick against either one of these guys. Uh, Taito Avasa has come and, and he's came back with a fucking new level of savage that he he hasn't sh- he wasn't able to show before. Yeah. I mean, yes, he he's not fighting caliber fighters like Derek Lewis, but if he knocks out Derek Lewis, that puts him right up there against the top fucking guys because I mean that's that's literally like a Connor type of deal you know because it's Lewis bro I I agree I Um, agree but the difference between for me the difference between Derek Lewis and Ty is Ty's a little reckless and Derek Lewis knows when to attack and when to not so for me personally I have to go against I have to go against Ty and I'm picking Lewis to win knockout first round. I don't see this going into the second or the third. It's going to be in the first. Neither one of them want to fight long. No. Now, Lewis is kind of a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. He likes to he likes to lose the fight. He likes to look hurt. He likes to look winded. And then he fucking loads that motherfucker up and hits you. Yeah. 
which is why I think that he's going to trick fucking Tai Tuivasa. First round knockout as well. But if if Tai Tuivasa wins, I'll be just as happy, bro. I like both these guys a lot. Right. And JC Gamer says that it doesn't make sense in the rankings-wise. I, I, I disagree. I disagree. After the loss that Derek Lewis just took with Cyril Gaon, he's gotta he's gotta get back on track. But he can't he can't just insert himself back into the title picture. There has to be a a, a rebound fight, and this is a rebound fight. It's a fan favorite rebound fight for Lewis. This is this is less about the rankings and more about fan favorites. I agree. I agree. But also, this is like a people's championship. Like this could they could put a BMF title on this. They both probably want to fight each other. They both are fucking uh, funny guys. Yeah. So this is this is this is what everybody's asking for, bro. This is like you got this is Dana White and all the guys that match make say throwing the fucking fans a bone, saying we know what the fuck you want. Yeah, and I mean, and what what Ty Tuivasa just did to Greg Hardy and Augusta Sakai. I mean, the way in which she did. You gotta give this guy an opportunity, and and what better bigger opportunity than than Derek Lewis? I mean, that's gonna put him in the title yeah. picture. If Ty wins, it's gonna be it, it's gonna boost him up tremendously. Hell yeah! So who you got, man? Lewis first round knockout, same as you. Hell yeah! But that's because, I, like I said, I mean he's he's good at he's good at baiting motherfuckers into thinking that he's hurt when he's not or tired when he's not. Can you imagine flying knee victory? Lewis. I would fucking, I wouldn't be surprised, bro. Flying knee victory, Lewis. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You can't, you can't. Uh, well, I would go with more with a fucking, like a, a hook in a, in a fucking brawl. Yeah. That's what I see it ending with Lewis. I think Lewis is going to get him with an inside hook somewhere when, when they're fucking like brawling and shit. Right. Now they might just see this might be a tough man competition between Lewis and Ty. It might just be just banging each other's fucking heads in. Yeah. So now for the main event of the evening, got Israel Adesanya taking on Robert Whitaker. Now I don't know. I, I could have swore this was the third fight that they did, but after watching rewatching the the fight they previously had. It was the first round and the second round. I thought they were two different fights, yeah. but they they were just the same fight. Because Izzy yeah, beat him finished. in the first round, and then he was saved by the bell, and then got up and then knocked him out in the second round. So, it, it was it was weird. It was a weird it was a weird one. I I thought this was going to be their third fight, but looking back at the records, uh, um, I'm wrong. This is only fight number two. So, mm. So how do you so, see it, bud? So look, if you don't remember, I have saw the Whitaker light. Right? <laughs> yes, you have. I got to give the man more respect than the first time. And by the way, the first time they fought, I called that shit to a T. Yes, you motherfucker. did. Yes, you did. But I give I give Whitaker one more round, bro. I give him one more round to last with Adesanya because I I think Whitaker is a great fighter. I think that he will try to try to work a. Um, a strategy like based off of the holes in the game that he saw with that Jan showed, but mm-hmm. he ain't Jan. He ain't as big as Jan Bohovic. It's Whitaker. So I think that Adesanya will 
defend all the attempts of keeping him down. If he gets him down, he'll probably get up. Um, and I think eventually that he'll just catch him in the third round, brother. Third round. Okay. So Izzy so for the third round? First or? round was the second round. Huh? You said Izzy third round or Whitaker third round? Oh, Izzy. I said I'm going to get him one more round. Okay. Give Whitaker one more round than last time. Okay. So I, I'm saying Izzy's going to win, but I think he's going to do it in decision fashion because of how um, safe he's been ever since he lost to Jan. Like, he could have destroyed Vittori, but he didn't. He, he played He played it back. He, he just he knew he was going to win. And I think ever since he fought Romero, kind of, he's been playing it safe. He hasn't done a lot of flashy stuff. I, I got Izzy winning, but he's just he's just playing the game. I got Izzy winning via decision. I don't think uh, we're going to see a lot of flashy knockouts. So, I don't... Yeah, well, I think that Israel Adesanya is a fucking showman, and he will get that finish. I mean, I'm hoping. I love to see him. I'm hoping for it, but I, I I just don't see it with the stuff that he's been showing us lately. Robert Whitaker, on the other hand, though, I'm curious to see his new game plan. I mean, he's got to know that he's not as big as Jan, but how how are you gonna just come out and try and take take Izzy down? I'm a, I'm assuming that's the game plan to take him down, and I would be uh, I'd be definitely look at, on the lookout for some knees. So I, I think uh, I think Izzy is gonna knee him, but I don't know. I don't think it's gonna take him out. But I got Izzy decision, like I said. So, so round knockout, Israel Adesanya. Adesanya, there you go. And lasagna. Man, what a fucking night this was, dude. I I was dude, been rushing all day. I can't believe it, bro. I was I was canceling streams all week trying to fucking <laughs> get my shit together. Hell yeah. This is good. This is very good. And I'm glad it went well. I'm glad everything was cool and hey, nice. Let me be nice. honest though. Yeah. I had a few mistakes in there while we were doing the Sam Alvey interview. Okay. And I was not listening to half the shit y'all was saying because I was trying to get the production right. Yeah. But uh, I think it went very well, and I thank you for helping me by holding it down by being Mr. Fucking Interviewer, bro. I, I knew you had it in you, but that was fucking good as shit, brother. You weren't fucking, you weren't fucking, um, like a boring dude. You were yourself, brother. You were like, you know, like, hey, man, I'm a father too, bro. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? You showed your personality to Alvin, and he fucking liked you. I knew he would like you, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it, yeah, I'm glad it went well. I seen you were a little off your game for the production because that is hard. Don't hey. and for those that don't stream and those that that are just listening, you gotta understand that that it takes a whole lot of 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 timing and knowing your equipment and and things go wrong without even knowing the production it's side the of things is very issues. difficult. It's very difficult. And buddy, yeah, it's did the a unexpected wonderful job. issues. Yeah. Uh, real quick though, I also want to. I mean, I've thanked him a hundred times tonight, but I want to thank my boy Sam Alvey for first of all being our first ho- uh, high-profile interview, bro. We finally interviewed somebody famous as fuck, dude. Yeah. I mean, no, no offense to anybody else we interviewed, but you, you guys know, you guys understand. Sam Alvey's a fucking champ, and you know, in everybody's eyes. 
Um, so, I want I want to... No, no, no. Where was I going with this, though? Oh. I think that Sam made us... The fact that he was so just welcoming to in in his personality he's not he's down to earth yeah i think that he made this interview go very easy even though i was flustered and had a lot of little issues come up it's all right it's all right man we this is the first of many because we got many more to come i I can't wait to see who we get next and and it's just gonna be good but i do want to give a shout out because i didn't have truth be told i just researched for sam alvey and, and did my best to give him questions that he hasn't had. It is it, buddy with the networking and the community. I have to say, give a shout out to the person that DM'd uh, Sam Alvey because when he took his loss the last time, we thought that he didn't want to be on the show, and I can't. And we didn't want to bother. We didn't want to uh, upset him by going. You know. Yeah, but I have to give big props. Was it J Bone or J C? Iconic tragic. By iconic the way. tragic. I'm sorry. That's our boy TJ Saunders out there. He he went went out on a limb for us and 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 um. Well, before you go any further, let me give him a private shout out to tell the people who he is. Absolutely. That's the that's the MMA March community fucking media guy. All right. Yes. My man's out there. I mean, he's not tied to us by any kind of fucking thing like that. He's just a part of the community, but he's out there doing big things with MMA with bare knuckle. He's just doing his fucking things you know what i mean yeah and that's what i mean my media mma media uh and like journalist type stuff you know he's he's mingling with all these fighters and he's he and he helped us out with sam alvey he did he did he reached and, out and to J-Bone, him i didn't mean media as in you're helping us with that j bone if you want to give if you want me to give you some love my boy j bone has been doing tremendous fucking help giving me work give and literally inspiring me to be better as a streamer and a podcaster Absolutely. So I thank you, brother. Look, but but big props to Iconic Tragic because he reached out to Sam for us, and he didn't have to. And he well, I, along with us. And uh, you guys feel free, anyone feel free to fucking reach out to people for us. Yeah, it makes us look better because then we're not the guys desperately come on my show. <laughs> <laughs> but but big ups to Sam Alvey. Go follow him. Blow his YouTube up. Blow his TikTok up because. We love him. He's actually a damn good streamer. Uh, well, we're going to coordinate some stuff as a community where we all just go fucking like his shit together and shit like that, bro, and yeah. respond to it. I do want to see him in the in the, uh, in the the wrestling simulation, dude. I got to see it. What is the name of it? So I, so I remember. I can't. I can't F cubed or triple F, whatever you want to call it. Triple F. I'm sorry. Triple F. And it's, it's also Fantasy Fight Federation. The Fantasy Fight Federation, Triple F. It's all fantasy fights, you know? We're just making shit up as we go. Fucking right. Gotta get Sam Alvey in there, because he's gonna do some promo work, and I can't wait to go up against him. I know Buddy can't wait to go up against him. Kevin, hey, it's gonna be a hell of a fucking time. I don't know if this is the first time I pulled, uh, used this one, but J-Bone is our Jamie. Hey, J-Bone, can you make that fucking Sam Alvey he pulled up for us, Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he he helped me create motherfuckers, bro. He's That's been a awesome. big help, bro. That's awesome, man. Well, it's been a hell of a night. I gotta get going. I gotta get a lot of shit to clean hell up. Hell yeah, man. But you can keep streaming, whatever. I, I think this is a good place to end uh, for the podcast. I'm Ricky. He's Buddy. Check us out wherever you get your podcast. Oh, yeah, we're everywhere, bro. Yes, sir. Blowing up. Even on Spotify, still. <laughs> 
All right, man. I'll see you. See ya.